This episode of the Dump and Change podcast brought to you by Sensation Luxury Spas, specializing in recovering and indoor tanning. Cryotherapy? Oh, yeah. Compression therapy. Come freeze your nuts or your tits off in our state-of-the-art facilities. Six locations, Anchorage, Eagle River, and Wasilla. Check them out on Insta and the Book of Faces or at the web, sensationak.com. And we're back. Welcome to episode 13 of the Dump and Change podcast. I'm your host, Reed McDonald, coming to you from deep... Deep in the River Valley at the Odd Man Rush Studios. Uh, we're kind of in a, again, we're in a phase here, moving to the new studios. Hopefully soon, we're real excited about that. Um, yeah, um, thirteen. We're thirteen. We're a teenager, officially a teenager. We're double, almost double, uh, where they said we wouldn't be, or what they said we we couldn't be, or it was tough to be. I don't know, but we're faking it till we make it. Yeah, you had to get seven, right? You had to get seven. It was a magical number, and after that, they kind of fall yeah, off. Yeah, we blew right by seven. Blue right by it. Blue by it. And oh, thank you, Walt. Uh, to my right, my lovely co-host, Walter Eunice. Walter, what's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Great. Great times here uh, uh, in Alaska. Uh, bees seem to have died down a little. Um, I have fully recovered from my nasty bee sting, which was. Uh, not traumatic, but I mean, it, I, serious. I, it was serious. It was serious. Very serious. I, it, yeah, there was a, you know, I had, yeah, there was some mild pain there and, uh, uh, went to Seward this weekend. Uh, I we saw that you're the, ripping the butts down there. Yeah. We did hammer the butt. Nice. Uh, we burnt wood there, by the way. We had a real fire. Ginge. We didn't have a Sorry. Ga- <laughs> we didn't have a gas fireplace by our luxury m- motor coach, uh, which was nice. And uh, we stayed at Lowell Point, uh, nice little spot, number forty-two. Uh, the people that line up the the uh, campsites there are probably ten and under, because <laughs> there's no place to park in some of the sites. Right. So some of the sites are shaped like a triangle, and some are real wide. So you wake up in the morning, like you go down on Friday, as you wake up Saturday morning, it, you can't even get your motorhome out because everybody else is parked so tight around you. But Seward was beautiful. It was nice to see th- those local companies uh, actually getting full boats, getting back-to-back trips, and people kind of moving past this whole COVID-19 fear which is at the end of the day exactly in my opinion what it was um myself and hey i spent a lot you were of drinking the kool-aid bud. i don't totally i, I spent a lot of time hand washing all my groceries all right that's <laughs> a lot of time a lot of time so uh yeah the hand sanitizers in the pickup truck and we drove the soup today and there's no hand sanitizer in there plus i had to park 14 miles up the driveway so it's all good man i'm excited to be back recording um pretty pretty excited to get this particular uh uh pod going because something that uh us four talked about at our initial meeting that would be cool and uh just happy to be to your right as usual in terms of numbers this is our biggest pod ever this is a large group large group large group but uh, speaking of the covid thing i mean max center back open you're back on the ice hell yeah boys how's that going um well you know the finest ice rink in the state is beautiful and when you get guys out there willing to willing to push the pace uh it's good stuff so when you invite all the players, you, you don't get any duds. You don't get anybody that's really like just smack. 
I'm not even going to mention, but uh, <laughs> you don't you get a couple of trends. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to my boys. Yeah. So I did go to Waltzgate. Yeah, I did. I'll take you. Yeah, I did. No, have a, won't. I did have a couple random show up yesterday and said, <laughs> oh, hey, man, Gavin sent us down, man. We're from Kenai, man. And I said, what do you mean? And he says, well, yeah, we're going to jump on. I was like, no, no, you're not. You're not jumping. This is a youth hockey skate. You're not jumping on anything. Well, Oh, all right. And they kind of look past my shoulder and ski and crash are getting all their gear on, you know. And, and I said, yeah, that, you guys, sorry, you got fed misinformation. And apparently they showed up this it's morning. It's not the way it worked. They did show up. What was the guy? Escape. Can we say his name? Because it's a great name. It's his real name. The kid's name is nice kid. Uh, his name is Joshua Tree. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. And he still his hasn't, parents are He clever, still hasn't found they? what he, he's looking for. <laughs> yeah. <That's> nice. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. See what I did his, there? His, that was good. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> his, parents, his parents are impressive. That's an impressive thing. And the, uh, the in-laws deck is all done, built, done? I'm one handrail post away from getting paid for that job mm. and about mm, 28 inches of, hand, uh, of spindles. <laughs> so literally an hour worth of my time, but we actually nice. have friends in town right now um, from Southern California. Yeah, a little tour guide action. To- well, fun. totally. And, you know, they took the Q-tip to the brain. Because that's what they had to do to be able to come to Alaska. Yeah. And then yeah. they got off the airplane, and there's no place to give people the results. So it was kind of a shit show for them <laughs> when they got off the airplane. Because, I mean, like, my friends had to hold their daughter down, like lay on her to get this Q-tip jammed into her brain <laughs> to get the negative result. And then they get off the plane, and there's, there's no one. It was the first day of no quarantine, but you had to have negative results. No one took it. Wow. Don't worry, I checked it. They're negative. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah, that was uh, the, the whole the whole COVID thing. I'm, I'm kind of over it myself. But uh, You were over it when it first started, dude. I have not done, like I said before, I have not done too many. I mean, maybe wash my hands a little bit more. But like I said, I get up and piss three times a night. So Give the old, give the old water and on and off. And my wife's always, did you wash your hands? <laughs> and so now I just go in there and I, I take a piss and I just go run the water for a while. <laughs> Now my secret's out. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah, you know, I like my game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah didn't you I'm hear the clean. water running? I'm clean. You hear the water running? I'm clean. Uh, we're going to come back to that one. Uh, to my left, uh, the producer, the big ginge. What's up, buddy? Same old, same old. Alaskan summer. I got a bunch of smoked salmon on the brine right now at home. This last week, I did some home projects. Uh, brown thumb? No, no brown thumb. All right, right on. No, I hung the uh, hung the big moose I shot last year. So I had two hanging. So I had two up there, right? And the two that were up there, both of them were about as big as this one. So the home project was initiated by myself. So I made sure to pay myself (laughs) twice, twice. Nice. Uh, But I was told that with that one going on, I had to yard the other two off the wall. So I said, fine, that's, that's okay. Well, that's, that's studio payment. Yes. Studio maybe? In maybe the studio? studio. I got I got a couple good racks for the studio. studio. Uh, so yeah, my, I've got to figure out if I'm going to charge each moose separately or if I'm going to right. give some kind of discount maybe. I don't know. Maybe one for two or two on yeah. one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Two on one ski? Who knows? Uh, who, knows? Really. who knows? But uh, yeah, everything's good. So uh, uh, that's a Euro mount, yeah. That one that you got yeah, now, that's yeah. beautiful. It turned out great. Humble brag, by the way, too. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. Yeah. Just a huge uh, moose that a man killed. I do have a, a, a correction um, for Ginge. Um, I like to make fun of him because he's twenty years younger than me. Um, and we're talking about this old store called uh, P 
pay and save. And those people <laughs> that have been Alaskan, they've been around, they pay and save. And uh, we were bullshitting on the uh, – uh, I was monologuing after a couple beers maybe, and I found a bunch of screws with pay and save in it. Anyway, the logo is cool as hell. And uh, he, I, I mentioned that the big ginger probably doesn't remember this. Just, just too, just too, too young. But um, he was right. Uh, they did change their name to Payless. So, kudos to you. Good job, Ginge. And sorry, right next to sorry Sa- for doubting you. Right next to the original Safeway, of course. Yes. Which is now all the Alaska Club. And Le- yeah. there was actually like a mall in there and stuff too. Yeah. There was a mall in there. Lame like ass libra- mall. Is a library now? Yeah. It- Parks and Rec offices down there. Yeah. Yeah, chamber is uh, down there. Do you remember? Like, do you remember across from Dempsey there used to be Pay and Pack? Pay and Pack. Do you remember that? I do. Well, it was like a hardware store right across from. It I was think from, that was the Pay and Pack. Because there was a Pay and Save right down there, but closer to REI, like okay, down yeah, that further way, up maybe. that way. We got we, we got down a rabbit hole of old Eagle River businesses. Remember that totally. we were talking about the Mapco. old the old Mapco, yeah. which by the way, so that turned into what Williams? That turned into Holiday. Yeah, that fucking median. Right there, they put in that killed that fucking business. BS. That was big a, time. That was bullshit. I got yeah. pissed about that. We had Seven yeah. Eleven where Walmart was. Yeah, yeah. Seven yeah. Eleven was great. Um, where's he at? Oh, there he is. Uh, the executive producer. He had to clean up what looked to be pissed, but it looked like it was a, just a spilled beer. So we do have moose here, but it was not moose. It was Kevin. Hey, studio engineer. Studio engineer Kevin Hale, uh, but we are here with the uh, update for the uh, expansion. How are things going? You pounding on your subs hard, or is that <laughs> constant? Is it on? Are you on on target? Over well, budget, under budget? <clears throat> a lot of news there. Uh, definitely motivated tonight by the amount of guests we have at this table. Uh, looking forward to uh, after the intro bouncing back into the uh, into the booth. Uh, in front of my computers and, and that that means over by the the, the keg and the beer fridge and uh because our square footage is going to increase by yeah roughly tenfold here in studio 2.0 um so update yeah we got a bunch of two by threes and you know two by elevens and stuff and a lot of nails um i think um so framing is, is that a technical term is, is almost complete thank you walt um and then next week uh shit's going off we're gonna have the sparkies in here the roofers uh the the heater heater guys whatever they're called um yeah things are going down and and to answer your question rito yeah um a little behind schedule and definitely over budget so <laughs> So you know you're doing a good job. So unfortunately, the the first thing to get cut was the was was the shitter in the urinal. So, but we do have a floor drain. <laughs> nice. We do have a floor That's drain. All you need. Yeah, just piss That's in the drain. It's fine. Yeah. I usually don't piss in my drain. That's against my rules. But the you don't uh, piss in the sand pit either, boys. Okay, don't do it. That's right. We got plenty of trees around here. We got plenty of trees. The irony of the whole thing, guys, is that uh, um, my wife has taken full advantage of me dumping our savings into the into the studio. That uh, she's got a few projects uh, bouncing around the uh, the property here. Yes, she oh. does. Yeah, it started with uh, what a, a, a garden and and uh, what do they call Planter those boxes. things? Green greenhouses. Greenhouse. Not not brown houses, Kenny. Um, yeah, and a, and a retaining walls and front yards and all this kind of stuff. Well, that was kind of my idea, but. And then, of course, you all know the latest. Uh, we have uh, young Miss Paisley. She's uh, about two and a half. And what does every two and a half year old need? Yep. A 19,000 uh, piece play set. Yeah. And 18,000 out of the 19,000 is screws and bolts. The good news is they have been detailed instructions in a Bible sized uh, instruction packet. 
well, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's thicker than uh, you know a caterpillar. Uh, yeah, uh, a dozer. But anyway, uh, my wife, yeah, Erin, uh, good lord, uh, loving. She's taking advantage. Like if I'm getting a studio, she's getting all of this. And uh, our only agreement was to save our marriage. She would be foreman. And she's doing a hell of a job. And in hindsight, I wish she would have put the studio because we'd probably be done by now. Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting because I got I got the call. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. In the middle of last week. Mm. You got, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Hanging out. What's up? Well, Reed lives about three and a half minutes away. Yeah, from so here. I can yeah. be here. He's like, uh, we got um, we got a well, project for you. Come on down. So I come down. Eh, Steve's three, four, five beers in. I'm um, two, two, three beers in. And uh, I'm just going to say, dude, no way. If you look at this goddamn thing, how many people know, been, have been to fucking Ikea? I hate that store. I fucking hate Ikea. I'm going to say it right now. They will never be on this as a sponsor. I can tell you that right now. Ever. Because, ever. Dude, it's crap. And anyway, their directions were a lot. It was like when I looked at all your nuts and bolts and stuff, it was like an Ikea project. You got to bug up its ass and said, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to start working out. Got in with the wrong guys. Got the roids going. <laughs> and started shooting up. It's on roids. It's like Ikea on roids. So her problem was a one simple piece of wood beveled the wrong way. She put it in the wrong way. You can't tell from the damn directions. It's a black mess. We put that. But it, how long did that take us? Half an hour to figure it out? But we figured it out, baby. Half an hour, 45 minutes oh. uh, for two bolts out of the 18,000, yes. Then we had to have three more beers to celebrate, which is just awesome. Uh, that, that was fun. So, yeah, uh, you got your hands full of that one. Resale and, uh, value on those <laughs> are absolutely unreal. And the best part about it is when you go to resell it, it's you remove it. Oh. So, like, when she's done with it and it's just sitting back there getting it's older. made out of cedar. Totally. It's good. It's great. Then you put it on Craigslist and they remove so you're not responsible for any of the nuts or bolts or removal or anything. And so at a, a retail value of 999, what do you think? We're 500 bucks. Holy shit. Oh. I think I think we sold uh, Glines. I think that we sold ours for like 500 bucks. Okay, so we just got two episode sponsors right there. When pays is about four. Uh, speaking of being over budget, I just want to thank uh, today's sponsor, Sensation Cryo, for buying a few uh, 16 penny nails and. 17 penny nails and whatever else it takes. So Sensation Cryo, thank you. Uh, the studio. Update complete. Nice. Um, so, yeah, like we said, this is the biggest, and as far as numbers goes, biggest pod we've ever had. And and the best-looking pod we've ever had, easily. It's a, it's, it's a good-looking group. Easily, easily. So, uh, without further ado, I'm going to let uh, Walter introduce our um, our guests, our panel. So, usually I kind of hit this with a lot of a lot of the credentials or street cred as we call it here on the on the on the pod um, of our guests um, all of our guests today have uh, amazing street cred just being who they are um, this is a big day for us because Ginge and myself and um, Steve and Rito when we first started sitting down talking about like okay we're really gonna have a podcast we uh, one thing that we came up with was would be really fun would be to have a mom panel because i mean there's no fiercer mom than a hockey mom mom. everybody knows that um so we've actually when we started talking about the mom panel moose is a cute little bastard by the way holy cow um we started talking about well we can't just bring in 
like all the new moms are like, oh my God, everything's great. Coach doesn't play favorites. All the parents love each other. There's no politics. We're going to play together forever. And we can't mix them with what we refer to as the battle axes. Because the, the battle axes. The battle axes. They've, they've been around. They've been to the trenches. They've been drugged. <laughs> they've been they've, to war. Totally. They've been to war. They've, they've lived everything. So what we decided to do is we decided to break it up in three separate groups. So we have the fresh faces or the rookies, as we call them, and they're the ones that, that you know, nothing's wrong. Hockey's great. There's no politics. Coach loves my kid and loves all kids, and everybody plays equal. They're the rookies, okay? And then we've got what we refer to as the vets or the veterans. The, these, this group is about halfway through their hockey journey, um, give or take, you know, depending on what they do, um, what their kids do. And, uh, and they've, seen, they've seen a lot, but they haven't seen it all yet. They've seen a lot. Um, they're, 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 they're tried and true. They, they've been able to experience a lot of things that, that, the, that the rookies will never see. And then the third group that we decided to do was we decided to do the, uh, the battle axes. Battle axe. And the battle axes have seen it all. The battle axes kids are generally done with their hockey journeys generally over or they're playing like Div 1 or Null or something like that. Um, and the Battle Axes, uh, they're going to be a fun group, but they're not going to be today. And the, uh, the rookies are going to be a, an exciting group as well. Maybe some, maybe some Might Moms. I don't know. <laughs> Sponsored by Lululemon. Lululemon. Get, where are we at on the Lululemon? Lululemon sponsor. We're not working on it, Steve. Thank okay, you. Steve's got Appreciate it. it. Uh, but today we have uh, we have our veterans, okay? And we're super excited about this panel because it's something totally different. Uh, we've been very blessed and fortunate to get uh, some big-name guys on here that uh, that really enjoyed their time coming on. And gals. Yeah, and gals. And uh, super accomplished hockey players. But but today we're, we're going a different, different direction. And today we have our first hockey mom panel. And we, it's the veteran panel. Everybody on this panel has a kid that's in the uh, minimum, uh, minimum peewee second year. Some of us are, are the 14 high school age, uh, first or second year area. And uh, we've actually got a mom from Southern California just so we could really, really see that uh, hockey moms everywhere are very similar and hockey politics everywhere are almost identical. So... I, I guess with that intro, I'm just going to throw it uh, to to you and just say, awesome panel today. It's the veterans. It's all hockey moms, the best moms on earth. And to even top it off one more, we have a goalie mom. Oh, God. That's that's next level. Well, just, just so we're clear, when we came up with this idea, I think we both had written it down or something. And we're like, it was like it was one of those things like, we should have a mom panel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yes, we should have a mom panel for sure. Um, I want to start with uh, um, what's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? Anyone know that? I own two, so. So what's what's the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull? My tail's a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Lipstick. Fair Sarah Palin, man, that was a the famous Sarah Palin mom. You guys didn't know one, no one, nobody. I thought for sure they'd be like, boom. Should, should I? We should we hit names quickly? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You okay, so um, we will go through introductions where you guys can tell us what birth year your kid is, what they play, how many kids you have, and all that. But just so you know, from Southern California, we have a, a dear friend uh, of ours, uh, Amber Ford, from Southern California. Um, she'll tell you about her son momentarily. 
We have a dear friend uh, for a long time, actually known him a long time, um, Debbie Heinbach. Debbie, her maiden name's Heinbachel. Debbie Phillips is her name. She's she's on as well. We have one of the most. Should we, is it notorious? Is it notorious? The love maker. Just the love maker. Love maker eighty eight. Love maker eighty eight. Love maker eighty eight. Hotmail. At hotmail. Leave out the B. How much spam do you get yeah. with that email? By the way. You know what? I'm, a lot. I'm the one who's like, check your junk. Yeah, yeah. So, so a dear a dear friend who married a dear friend of mine from from ten year old hockey. Um, one of the few people that I can always say good, bad, or indifferent, whatever I do is right. And she will fight that point to whoever says it's not till she's done. I, she's, she's the, she's the ride or die. She's the East sider. She's the East sider, but it's Man, Ma- Mandy love. Bartlett. Oh, Bartlett. Right. Oh, bears. That's right. I'm Sorry. A bear. My bad. I didn't know you were a bear. There's three yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Oh, you're right. Mandy love, love maker 88 at hotmail.com. Yeah. It's MSN, dude. That's how oh. it is. Oh, it's MSN. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, we've got my lovely bride, Miss Ellie Eunice, here as well. So that's the panel today, and I think Rita will give them a little time to explain what they have cooking, and uh, we'll go from there. Well, it, it, this is exciting. Um, this is groundbreaking for us, but um, I guess the first, I mean, crazy hockey moms, that's kind of a thing, right? I mean, and I actually spent the day yesterday and part of today you know, you just Google crazy hockey moms and see what comes up. Oh, man, there's some beautiful stuff out there on the hockey moms. Hello, there's YouTube. There's the uh, mom with the jersey uh, right on the glass, running up and down, screaming. There's, there's uh, you know, moms dropping F-bombs after a scrummage on, on the ice. It, it's all sorts. Of, it's just it's gold. It's, it's I couldn't turn away. It was like Jerry Springer. I just kept watching the next one and the next one and the next one. But... Um, but we, you guys aren't crazy, right? Oh no, crazy? No. I don't think so. No. So, so what got um, Amber? We'll start with you. What what got you into, or what got your son into hockey? Like, and, why, and why tell hockey? Us about, tell us about your player. Yeah. Okay, my son is a 2008. He plays Pee Wee AAA, and hockey was uh, in the blood. I can thank my husband for this journey. Uh, I did not have siblings or know anything about hockey until, I don't know, 10 years ago. Still learning it as we go. Oh, for sure. And I love the fact that uh, now we all say, and we everyone does it. Uh, back then it was, uh, oh, you're, he's a second year Pee Second year Panem. I'm an 08. So I always, my joke is I'm a 68. I'm the only 68 on my team. I'm One a of the oldest guys. Le- barely. 76. Mm. Good. Um, <laughs> So what what got uh, you guys in? I was it just dad. Dad was a player, obviously. Yep, dad was a player. Uh, I think, guess that I don't know genetics, man. We tried to hold off the travel as long as possible. He actually did not start playing travel hockey until squirt year. Uh, Southern California. He played a lot of roller hockey before we emerged into the ice. Still world. a lot of roller, right? Yeah. Still plays a lot of roller. Um, we drive him a lot of miles to play hockey. Would you like to know? Yeah, do tell. Ninety miles one way. In in Southern California. Really? Yeah, which means you might get to drive forty miles an hour. So ninety miles might take you three hours. Oof. 
Is there, is there no lo- local hockey where you guys are at, or is it just like no. the, the better Closest teams? Once you get better, to us is about thirty miles from oh. us, uh, but not a good pool of children of his skill level. So we are forced to drive. Like we distance. all, like we all are. At some point, you gotta you gotta go. If you're getting that good, you got to go. Or? We were hoping we could maybe get to like age 14, you yeah. know, before we had to drive him 90 miles. But nope, the dedicated, the de- dedicated hockey moms. You do and it, and dads. I mean, yep, yep, you do it. So that so uh, your husband Jake is a lot like probably all of us. We played hockey; it's kind of all we know. So you're like, obviously, you're gonna. Mm, push the kid into hockey because that's just like uh, you want to try hockey hey you want to play hockey. tennis or play hockey where we can have both hang out tennis i'm just gonna I don't, don't have anything but um so that, that that's awesome so um we'll go to uh to debbie debbie what's your story with the uh, yeah, put your drink down there it's fine yeah and tell us about all your players please yeah oh okay um so for me my hockey and my family is not driven by my husband my husband Fortunately slash unfortunately is one of those soccer players. <laughs> so we have a couple. The hockey is me. Mm-hmm. I grew up outside of Fairbanks, um, about 100 miles um, outside of Fairbanks in Delta Junction. So Delta I Junction. Act- yeah. Yes. <laughs> hockey, asked- ho- hockey hotbed. It is a right. hockey Ooh. hotbed. For the Bush League, it's yeah. hockey hotbed. Can I say Bush League? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So actually it's me. I grew up skating outside like had one dedicated guy in our community who was like the father of all the hockey and who's that well his name was ron lever he that, was like super old guy that's but great he, like, no, that's good info he was the zam guy he advocated for all of us as kids to play hockey and keep the rinks open and going and my older brother played hockey but maybe not so good and <laughs> i i really wanted to skate and play and my parents were like Maybe you should try figure skating. So I figure skated for years. There was a lady who drove 100 miles, like, one way to teach us how to skate. And my parents drove me 200 miles round trip in the summer to skate at the Dipper. So it was me who, like, when I had kids, I was like, hey, let's go. I took him to the Mac, and I would go out there and skate with him. I'd let the little shit fall down. Yeah, and These old be- guys would be like, you're the best. You just let him get up. And, and I you was were, like, and you, and you were in figure skates, I remember. Was I? Yeah, I, probably, you, I still have my skates. No, you were you were in figure <laughs> skates, and, and Reed at the time had homeschool hockey, mm-hmm. and we could pay like what yeah. five bucks? Probably five. Bucks. Five, five, yeah. five bucks or something like that, and we had the whole sheet. Yep. I mean, we have video of these guys. My son's in 07, and so we have videos of him and Dub, like before they even really knew each other, like learning how to skate out there. And there's great people in Eagle River who I still see all the time. Like, hey man, you taught you helped my kid learn how to play hockey, and so that's how it started with my 07. And then I have two girls. I have a 09 and a 13. My wait, what? Sorry. Oh, a birth year 13. I think she was 13. No, like, oh she's my not. God. That's where it gets confusing <laughs> for me. It's like, yeah, 13, 13 years old. No, she's not. A no, boy. she's a 2013. She's actually on the ice at the MAC right now doing a girl skate. So, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. Being on the ice for me as a kid, like, we skated on the outdoor rinks in the frigid cold, like, in all, like, so much gear that you hardly move. And when they finally built an outdoor structure that just protected us from the wind, it was amazing. Huge. So cool. I mean, just being on the ice, like, alone or, like, even. Did they name that facility? Like, does it have a name? Named after the lever. I'm going to be really bad. I'm going to be really bad. I don't know. But I know a kid from my high school, um, 
that I graduated with, he and his wife dedicated their money and time and built a nice like warming shack. And so when I go back, I love we, it. yeah. See, that's hockey. That's classic. That's, that's Alaska old, hockey. That's so that's why my kids play. Like, I, I love it. It was a great time for me and, you know, meeting a lot of kids. And I still take my son back to Fairbanks and see my figure skating coach. And that kind of stuff is good. Awesome. I love it. And whether it took you wherever it took you, it's great relationships and community. And so. And your husband has been an app. I mean, he's absolutely jumped in 110% behind he's hockey. He's forced. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here, Walter. Fair. Fair. I mean, someone has to wear the pants. Yeah. Oh. And I, I mean, <laughs> I love him, but, but I'm the person. What, what, do, right? we call, what do you call soccer guys? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Can names for that? those guys. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Deb. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Love you. Okay, and She's on that note, uh, Mandy. Mandy Love, yes, tell, us, sir. tell us your story here. By the way, I just want to let you guys know Mandy's drinking out. I have a question for him later, but she's drinking out of a uh, cup that says, I lubricate my AR-15 with liberal tears. Ooh. <laughs> that I thought so we weren't getting political. Politics. Sorry. I, th- I thought your wife no said politics. no politics. No, my bad, my bad. Okay. It was a birthday present. <laughs> they know you well. Mandy's fault. Yeah. It was a good one. Um, anyways, I'm Mandy Love. Am I supposed to introduce that way? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I have an 05 goalie, thanks to Walter Eunice. <laughs> um, Day Day has been playing since he was four. And then I have a little forward, and he is a 2010. We've been MHA the entire 11 years of hockey. Um, Walter is now uh, Diggins High School coach, which, holy shit, that's a whole different story of hockey. Like, You guys got to see Mandy watch a hockey it's game. It's brutal. It is awesome. Brutal. As a freshman goalie, it was not the mom's funnest time ever in my hockey life. So um, with that, it's uh, I, I was from Texas originally born and then I was a military brat and I have never seen snow in my entire life until I moved to Alaska about 30 years ago and I played hockey a little bit as a kid you know because I didn't want to be the girl in figure skates so <laughs> put on some hockey skates and but I didn't never really play it and then um, my husband born and raised Alaskan lifetime hockey player um, his dad was huge in his life um, coach Jack Love and so my kids had no choice. The boys, I have an older daughter, but she had a choice, but the boys had no choice. They were hockey players, and uh, lucky for us that they are passionate about it just as much as he is, and that I've become, I guess, and um, it's just uh, uh, hockey is our life. We love it. I like it. Ellie, I want to I hear from you now. You're, she's she's going to be the quiet one right here. I can tell right now. Hello. Big pulling teeth. <laughs> so I have an 08, uh, and there was no no choice, no hope. There, for no, for no hope. Else. No, I love it. No, no hope. It was hockey all the way. So let's see. My dad played. Um, he played growing up. He played uh, for the Anchorage Fire Department. He played old... Old Good man club. Hockey. He yeah. started. He, yeah. Him, him, and Richard yeah. Leary started the AFD uh, Fire Department's hockey program. Richard Leary, if you guys have ever been to Bulky, yeah. the guy with the big red afro, him and Jim Anibis started AFD hockey. 
in the in the fire department. I mean, a great hockey club. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. They uh they got some hockey guys in there. I remember being little, and Dad would have to. Well, he'd be going on Kelly, so uh, you know he'd have four days off, and the phone would ring, and Mom would be like, "I'd hear her talk," and "Okay, girls, well, your dad called, and they're in Canada, so he, they won't be home for four days. What are they doing? Well, they're playing hockey. I mean, he would just—they'd get up and go, you know. Um, so they're boozing. Uh, <laughs> the stories. Yeah, I mean, playing bad. hockey. That's and bad played yeah. some hockey. We're boozing them. Uh, so I always remember going home from elementary school and dad, whenever he was, you know, not on shift, he would have the games on and the Red Wings, the Flyers, you know, all of those. So I would lay on the floor and watch hockey with my dad and it's just me and my sister, Cassie. So no hope for, you know, boys playing hockey. So it was just us two. Um, so I started playing hockey and I don't remember how old I was when I started, but um, you played through squirts. I played through squirts. <laughs> yep. Squirts. Yep. And so That's I think. Ten you. Yeah. Ten you. Whatever. Ten And it changes all the time now. I can't even keep up with what the heck is happening. Um, she had a haircut like we, Link Gates. Well, I'm going to get there. Nice. Hold on a minute. Nice. So, is that the skullet? Yeah, oh, no. This gets really good. Okay. So I'm going to have to just go here for a second. So my dad had like that flat top, you know, right? Sarge. Okay. Long, long in yep. the back. Sir, yes, sir. Long in the back. So back in the day, and this was at Dempsey, I believe. That's where we would. No, 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 no. Ben Bokey. Bokey. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And back then, when you were ten and you played, and it was boys and girls, you would come to the rink fully dressed. Like we oh, walk in, dresser, the full thing. Well, you right? would. Prepare for you prepare for COVID with yeah. the home dressing. Right. I like it. That's the new norm. Yep. That's the new yeah. Yeah. We're okay. in. All in. Right. Yeah. Totally. So I. Well, okay, wait, I skipped something really important. Before the hockey season, I remember this. I went to uh, Diane White. She's a hairdresser in Anchorage. She's been around for a really long time. Her husband was on the department, Jason White's mom. Um, Jason White does a fabulous job with the uh, high school hockey schedule uh, for ASD, yeah, by the yeah. way. Yep. Fantastic job. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I went to her, and I Absolutely. was like 10, and I sat down, and I said, I'd like a haircut just like my dad. And she said, what? are you sure? Are you sure? And I remember looking at my mom and my mom's like, I, I don't know. Yes. And Diane t- tried to talk me out of it. Well, I left with a mullet cut and then real long in the back. And like back. blonde as can be. Well, no one would ever know because when you show up to the rank, you have your helmet on and everything. So I played the entire season. And like the last month or whatever, I'm sitting in the locker room and my dad sits next to me and I pull my helmet off. And this little boy looks over and he goes, you're a girl? I thought your name was Elliot. And it was like the entire (laughs) season and they all thought I was a boy. So anyways, I mean, whatever. But I think I, that was it then. I was done with hockey. But um, I knew when, I knew if I ever had a boy or a pack of boys or however many kids, uh, they would all be hockey players, without a doubt. No question. They might dabble in baseball or football, but it was hockey all the way. Die well, hard. And, and we talked about that before in the pod. Back in the day, um, especially for me, because I'm a little older, but you guys, it was it was girls played hockey. Or, I'm not sorry. Girls were figure skaters. Boys played hockey. And that was, played, that was like a... Yeah. That's, been, that was that's been mentioned several times. And that's not no longer the case. So, I played Zo- hockey. And Zoe and Tori Hickle. Zoe oh. played hockey. Tori was a figure skater. Yeah. I babysat them and changed their diapers. <laughs> I did, those two. 
We're not going to card you. That ages me. Okay. You're a little older. I'm so glad I, I played hockey. Were. It taught me a lot. Um, but still to this day, you can ask Walt. I don't know if I'm abnormal or not, but uh, if you came to my house, uh, I've got the NHL uh, games on all the time. She doesn't care what teams you're playing. Yeah. Don't care. She wants to watch a game. I will have hockey going all day, every day. Uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I don't care who's playing. Okay, on, on that, that was a good lead-in for my next question. Is So what kind of – and we'll just kind of throw it out there to you guys. You guys can chew on it for a little bit. But what kind of uh, hockey mom are you? Are you guys real vocal? Are you real quiet? Are you – some goalie moms Some goalie moms can't even watch the game. Some goalie moms leave and sit in the parking lot because they can't, they can't handle the stress. So, so where do you guys fall in terms of – Are you a helicopter you mom? You know, just craziness? No. None of us no are helicopter moms. That's you insulting. You can't be a hockey, a true hockey mom, and be a helicopter mom. That's just Thank not. You. Nice. All that's right. just not possible. Love it. Um, but I'm just gonna throw this out there. Choo choo choo. Yuck. That's all I got. I'm say. a cougar. Yeah. Yeah. Just all I have Uh-oh. to say. I'm a cougar. We've got a little bit of blowback on no, talking about choo yuck. You're, you're hot. We get it. Oh, oh, you mean went to. Oh, you Skirvis. went to Skirvis. Gotcha. Yeah. South gotcha. of the river. He was Chill. asking if I was loud. Yeah. I'm so. the loudest, mm-hmm. so, I think. So, Amber, what about you? Are you more of a... You screamer? This is questionable. I don't know. Sometimes... I have a picture in my phone of you cheering. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm loud and obnoxious, and sometimes I just... Sit there silently. Maybe that depends on how my son plays. That's, yeah. Is this a good answer? That's a good answer. Yeah. Uh, for me, so I'm a coach's wife, uh, so puts me in a little different predicament sometimes. And I feel like the best place for me to be uh, is running the clock. So You're silent, <laughs> Ellie. I see you. Yeah. I, I know you. And in the rink. Mm-hmm. I don't say a thing. Uh, I've put myself in the in the box uh, to run the clock or keep score. That's uh, you can't talk to anybody uh, but the refs. So I think that's the best place for me. Well, that's a different dynamic when you're the when you're the um, coach's wife, because there's uh, there's not every, you're not gonna as a coach you're not gonna make everyone happy all the time. So there's gonna be some some blowback. If, if that's if that's a good term, I mean, so so yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I am personally, when I watch hockey games, I, if there's a spot to sit away from the parents by myself, that's where I'll be. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to be a part of it. I mean, I don't. I just like to be by myself because there there are some crazy people out there, and they're oh, passionate. Everybody's passionate. got an opinion, you know. Every mom up there wants her kid to be the best kid out there. That's just the reality mm-hmm. of it. Debbie, what kind of mom are you? <laughs> right, like phases. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I can respect I'm with, that. I'm with Amber. Yeah. Like, sometimes I, I feel like things are good for my son, and, like, your kids are different, right? So I feel differently about my son than I do a fellow about my daughters. And some days I'm on, and he's good, and I feel good. And then there's other days where I'm not in. I'm not in, and I should just excuse myself. And I think I'm learning to, like, when the time is to exit. And, you know, I work on that 40 hours a week at my job. Like, politically correct and when's the time to exit but 
I mean, I think it's good to be either way, right? Do you think right? you always nail it, or do you think oh, maybe... Oh, fuck no, I do not nail it. <laughs> there we go. I mean, ask, if you could ask... I wasn't the first one. I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there for everybody who knows me. And it's tough, right? I it's mean, super hard. You love your kids, right? And yeah. you see their, like, passion for things, and you know them personally, and you want so badly for them to succeed. And it's hard to watch them go through so many ups and downs, and there is nothing worse than watching your kids' dreams, like in their hearts sink and fail in their minds and their face i try to build them up it's terrible but on the other hand like good life right good life lessons though like you learn it now when you're 10 11 12 then you're going to be more resilient when you're older and we're a little like i mean eunice like we love you guys we're a little tough love like broad's a little sensitive for me i love that kid he's teaching me a lot about myself and life but (laughs) I mean, it's good. That's awesome. But yeah, fuck yeah. What, I what about scream a lot? What about okay? So, so yeah. three hockey players. Yep. The difference between the three. Oh, so my middle, that that little girl, I, she just cruises through fucking life. She doesn't give a shit about what people think, and I love it. I love it. But on the other <laughs> hand, her body language is like, I don't give a fuck, and I'm like, man, that's not gonna. You're take not supposed you. to be cussing with your body language. Come on. <laughs> ah, but she is. And then the the tiny one, oh, she just balls adorable. to the wall, and she's everything I would want. I, I would kind of want Brody to embody, but that's just not who he is. He's a sensitive kid. I gotta come watch her play. She's kind of crazy. She's adorable. She's kind of crazy, but she gets away with it because she's so cute. Oh my god. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. I like I want to be loud, but then pol- yeah, like everyone talks about politically, right? Yep, keep, that, keep that shit on lock because we learned that early on. Or maybe we're learning it. So. We're veterans, remember? I'm, uh, I'm not a veteran. Hopefully I'm in like 10 years we're here for the, uh, what do we call them? Battle axes? Battle axes. No. Yeah, we're going to so come I don't want to be ever referred no. to as a battle axe. <laughs> we're going to be invited <laughs> back. That's kind of what we call them. But that's, right, just, I that's know. just hockey slang. Jake you know, Nander, welcome back to the battle axe episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> it changes all the time. Well, you mentioned a good point when your kids are like, like suffering. I mean, no one wants to see their kid uh, experience hard times, but that's one of the beauties of sport. One of the beauties of hockey is because uh, you can be like that or you can be the enabling parent yep. and the uh, kid's going to be okay. It's not, and, and sometimes, you know, stuff's not okay. And the oh. kid's got to deal with that and, and suck it up. So I'm glad there's still moms out there that are pushing in that direction. I'm so. passionate. Yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, you don't want to be the enabling parent. Am I right? I no, mean, absolutely not it's... to go off of what you were saying. It's, it is really hard, but I'm the first one to cheer on the team and I'm the first one to bust my kid's ass in front of everybody, too, though. You know, it's it's hard. But when your kids, you know, you're spending all this time and money and, you know, your passion, their passion, you're giving them them all and they go out there and play like shit or, <laughs> you know. Are sitting there looking for unicorns and girlfriends and yeah, the pucks excuses. flying by their face. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. you know, I'm gonna jump his ass faster than probably the coach would. Sometimes it's you know, but you know when to cheer and you know when to. Uh, meanwhile, there's that balance where, like, I feel like, like I do in my own profession, like I really appreciate when people turn things over to me. Like I'm the expert in what I do, and when I hand my kid over to the coach for an hour, for however long, you're the coach, man. I can have a conversation with my kid when we get home, like, hey, man, you didn't really look like you were working today. And, you know, he doesn't respond to the conversation. Okay, I'm done. But I do hope that the coach, like, you know, will take that time to 
educate him on like, hey, man, this is why you didn't play today or whatever. But that's their time. I'm not the coach. I'm not the expert in that area. I can tell you how my kid is as a person, as his emotional well-being and whatever's going on in our family. But he's yours a lot of the time. Waltz? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I, I hold myself just as accountable as a hockey parent holds themselves, to be honest with you. I will tell you that if you were ever to ask someone to tell you about it, like a coach Eunice coach team, the first thing that most people would say is they work so hard because that's an easy thing to do, and it requires zero talent. So if you can get your kids to buy into, hey, man, if we work hard, you're just going to you're gonna up your chances of winning by 50% if you just work harder than the other team. Working hard requires no talent, so you guys are off the hook with everything other than working hard, which is the easy part. So I do take accountability for my parents, and, and I think that they would tell you that. I think they would be like, yeah, no, he, he, he makes sure that the kids are accountable and work hard. And, and as a coach, I don't think that's an unfair thing for a parent to ask. Like, hey, I'm not the coach. You're the coach. I'm driving my kid off to you. If you want to bench him, fine. Just explain to him why he's getting benched so when he comes home, he can learn something from, from, from why he's getting benched. But uh, I don't know. I've, uh, I've, I've had good luck with kids buying into to the hard work thing. I mean, I, at, right? all coaches say, what do they say? Attitude and effort. Two things you can control require zero talent, attitude and effort. And if your kids have good attitudes and they have good effort, they're going to be successful in one form or the other, and uh, and I and I think that all coaches should hold themselves to a standard. I don't think it's unreasonable for a hockey mom or dad or parent or aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa to expect a hockey coach to be accountable for their players. And I think that that's a good thing that that Debbie said. Like, hey, I'm not the coach, man. Like, you're the coach. You know, you you coach. And uh, and, and and it is lost today sometimes. And a lot of it, the reason it's lost is because we only have coaches that are interested in their own kids. And uh, they've never coached a team that didn't have their kid on it. They've never, you know, ever. And, uh, and, uh, and that's unfortunate because those coaches, at the end of the day, those coaches that are coaching their own kids are good coaches. And if they just went out and coached someone besides their own kid, right. it would really, really show how good of a coach they are. But they refuse to do it because they just want to make sure that they're the only guy coaching their child. So. Well, and, and you did that going in. You jumped in with kids you Oh, might uh, might see. Yeah, I coached nine teams before I ever coached. My I kids. did the yeah. same thing. I didn't. I coached long before I even had kids. So um, it's, it's we something love the, we love the game and we love to be coach. Right. Yeah. Right. Ellie had some comment. Well, let's be real though. I mean, my opinion on uh, just the coaching today. I mean, okay. I I do like the way my husband coaches. Right. Okay. Sexy. Oh, right. Damn, sexy. Um. Pretty sexy. Okay, oh, yeah. uh, but I mean, is coaches are, are coaches now the same as they were? Oh, good question for you guys. No, because the stories I that I hear of Walter's coaches and even your coaches, and my dad will tell me stories of coaches he had, and you know, there's one winner. Not just hockey coaches either. I mean, just in general, that tough mentality from so long ago. I feel like that is a lost a lot in today's athletics. We need to give everybody a medal. Everybody's a winner. Let's all hold hands oh, and kumbaya. Uh, the, the, my personal opinion, you know, uh, there's a one winner and one loser. And, I mean, you've got to teach that in, no matter how old. I don't care if you're eight, you know, or however old you are. But um, 
some of that's lost. And so coaches today seem a little bit, uh, I don't want to be politically incorrect. I don't know. Soft. <laughs> Soft. Okay, exactly. that's a good word. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. That's a good word. Exactly. Um, and, I, and I want, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I want my kids coach, you know, to be uh, very black and white. I mean, you know, so. Well, that, that, that has changed. I can tell you from when I was a kid. <laughs> It was no safe sport. Did you and have Paul as a coach or no? No, I had Paul. Never mind. Paul Bronis? <laughs> coach Bronis. Coach Bronis. Someone I, called, I, someone I called him Bronis to me today at the rink. They're like, yeah, we were up at Bronis' property. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. No. That's Coach Bronis? Coach that's B. Mr. Bronis. That's B. it. It's a respect thing. But no, there, it, it has changed big time. The respect, the manners. Um, you know, I, my son, uh, better address uh, Reed McDonald as uh, coach uh, and just as a respect thing. So I think a lot of just the um, values are being lost today. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, Mandy, thoughts on that? It's been a it's been a long road with us and and comp and all kinds of stuff. But um, one thing that's been difficult for me as a mom is that um, you know we're both football and hockey family. And we're, you know, we try to teach our kids loyalty just as much as we teach them, you know, to, to love the game. But, you know, the name on the front is more important than the name on the back. You're a team. And it's been really hard, um, you know, again, trying to teach these kids loyalty. You know, be your coach is your coach. Like, you know, besides your dad and your mom, this guy is the next guy who's going to whoop your ass and, you know, so you need respect but for us it's been really just a real hard journey for some of the you know to teach them that you know you can be loyal to your team but sometimes your team's not always loyal to you and that's been a really hard thing as a parent you know to to teach your kids is that you need to love your coach love your team I mean that's that's you you know your number one focus there and then you know to be shit on by a coach or you know assistant coach or something like that especially you know, one that hard. you were preaching loyalty to oh yeah i mean you know like i said we've been mha 11 years you know not that we i mean there was times that we did want to leave absolutely but you know with what we were doing with football and stuff like that and that was really hard again because football is ran a whole lot different than um than hockey is as there's only one team i mean there's one team for you know eight to 10 year olds, there's one team for 11, 12 year olds. So you either have zero talent or you're the most talented kid on the team, but you're going to be coached the way that most talented kid is going to be coached. So all of these kids are getting developed and they've always, you know, it's one team. You're always just one team. And I think huge part of MHA right now is Blue Devils are not a part of the Mustang Association. We are not one family. And that's something that, you know, that as an association, we need to bring back. As Eagle River, we need to bring that back. I mean, people that lived in Eagle River used to, I met Chugiak, I'm I'm a Blue Devil. I mean, they had pride in that, but now we're just like, well, my kid's an all-star, you know, and that's fine, but I think that whole loyalty thing is where we're missing out in this community and, and then the hockey program, that's huge. I mean, if you're a Panther football player, you're an Eagle River football player. Right. You know, and I think, you know, that's, that's, like I said, it's been probably the most difficult, hardest thing as a parent with the sports thing is like, sorry, your coach may say he loves you today, but he'll, 
love the other dude more tomorrow, you know, and it's and that's you know, it's it's part of the game. Well, it, I mean, it, it's it just does, part of the it game. It does ebb and flow as far as kids leaving. I mean, so I mean, that's get, a discussion we've had a lot. You too. get a good group and they stick oh, yeah. around, but eventually that blows up. Right. Um, but as far as the back to the original thing with coaches and how it's changed. I think coaches, much like teachers, are handcuffed nowadays. They can't do yes, they what, are. What they're what they're what they they're what they, afraid to do. Yeah, what they well, you're to gonna do. get totally. you're gonna oh, get absolutely. brought up on charges of, of whatever. But I can tell you, off the record, there are some coaches coaching old school. Um, I coached with one <laughs> uh, for three years. I'm not gonna name his name, but he yeah w- would not pass a safe sport thing. But it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was awesome. And I'm going to tell you the story. We were on a, in a tournament, and this certain player did something that his coach didn't like, and he came off and he said, "You know, I, I told you to keep that guy outside the dots when you're no coach. You told me blah blah blah." Talking back to the coach right there. As a coach, what do you do in say sport? You go, "No." He grabs the kid by the mask, pulls him in. You listen here, you little motherfucker. You ever talk to me that way again, I will kick your ass. Pushes him back, and I'm and I'm like this. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm turning the other way. Did it was and the kid is like, yes, coach. Boom. After the after the game, I went and talked to his dad. And I said, hey, if uh, little Johnny comes up to you and says anything, did he had it coming? <laughs> the dad's like. No problem. He's an Eagle River dad, too, by the way. He's like, I have no problem with that. I think. No problem. I'm like, yeah. That, and that's the way it was when I grew up. Like, my dad used to drop me off at someone's house, at some at, at the hockey. If my kid gets out of line, Smack you, you whip his ass. Like, I will whip his ass. That kept me out of more trouble because my dad was uh, not one to mess around. So, that it, it, it is kind of leaving the game, but there are some, you know, some blue buds out there that are going for it. I mean, it, it's true blue. It's, it's it's not, I don't know. So you got, like, Amber, you drive approximately 90 miles to your rink. Debbie, you have a local hockey program that you could play at. You drive into town as well. Yep. Talk us, to us about, like, why are those decisions made? Are you happy with those decisions? And at the end of the, and at the, end of the day, it, like, is the drive worth your time? and energy and effort to get your kid 90 miles down the road or, tw- or you know, 12 miles down the road. Um, talk to us about what, what changes to make you think or know that this is what's best for my kid. Okay. Uh, I would say without a doubt, um, when you have a son that eats, sleeps, and breathes hockey um, and is driven, then – any other kids you know, you want to give them the world and you want them to play with like-minded players. Yeah, and I like how you said like-minded, not like-talented. Mm-mm. Like-minded players, um, that's really difficult in California. Uh, really, really difficult. So we have stretched every avenue we can as close to home as possible and it's just not there. Yeah. So... Um, when you feel like your son is actually playing with players that is actually a detriment, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, even coaching. So you decide as a village, uh, everybody that is close to me knows that we don't do this alone. Uh, we have a legit village. Yeah. Both sets of our 
parents are on board. Um, they love our son with everything in them, and they're in it with us. Yeah. So we, it is a sacrifice. We have another child that does not play hockey, and I want her to live life and get to do the things that she wants to do as well. So without a village, it would not be attainable. But um, You just get to a point. You get to a point. Like I said, do I wish it was a few years later? I wish, yeah. but it wasn't. Um, but it, I don't have a single regret. Yeah, awesome. The reality is these years slip by, and they're 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 ten once, they're twelve once, they're fourteen once. Yeah. it'll and be gone, and we'll miss it yeah, terribly. And, and if you didn't do what you thought was best, it'd be like, man, did I? That's all. Debbie. Heimbachel. I got it. I got you. <laughs> um, super loyal. Loyalty is like a big thing to me. Community, right? I grew up in a small community and I was super excited to move out here to a small community. And, um, you know, our kids grew up learning how to skate out here with certain people, like I said, I see in the community and I'm so grateful for those people. Um, but I will say that one bad experience marks, like, for me personally, I'm a pretty, like, driven person i grew up in a small community and i knew i wanted to get out and i moved and i was in college in florida and then i decided i wanted to come back and serve the people that i grew up around in the state that i lived in and i want my kids to have the same and one small not even small it was large to me like um one experience for my well first my son right we we valued certain relationships and you know we're not my husband's not a hockey person so we valued certain relationships and certain um coaching attributes and we followed some people to town we thought that was great and he was good there and we would have kept my son there for a really long time only unfortunately i think that's where we learned that um what we thought was honest open loyal communication was not maybe such that and then i i feel like i learned a painful lesson that the only person really advocating for me was my kid or for my kid was me and my husband and so i've kind of guided along that and maybe tried to like i mean i'm nothing if not honest like probably like painfully so i probably like, my honestly is the best would, like, policy yep. slit his throat if he could hear me half the time but my kid's a good kid I mean, he's coachable awesome and, and, and I could probably send him in any situation and he would make friends and he would work his fucking ass off for anybody. And so I think just guiding your kid where, where you feel like the coaching is going to like help your kid and they value your kid for not just a hockey player, but his overall personality and they know how to get to him. Right. Like. So that was good for one kid. And then the other kid, a bad experience out here. And I was like, hey, man, done. Done. I'm not going to spend my money and contribute where people are not seeing all the kids fairly. And that's my big thing is like fairness. Like we should develop all these kids. They all have great attributes. And maybe one kid's not the most skilled, but you know that kid is a hard worker and listens and follows the rules. And I don't know. It's a big thing, right? Like this is not going to be the only thing in their lives, right? Like it's, it's great. It teaches a ton of lessons. But you want to, I want to build a whole kid, right? Who's going to go off and do big things and, Maybe, you know, like. May or may, may, or may not involve hockey. Right. Right. Exactly. right. Like, we have a great personal family friend who's, um, she's like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I met her when I was, like, 
22 years old. We used to just like drink our faces off and have a great time. And she's fucking awesome. And her now husband was a hockey player. And he played for the Aces. And he played minor league hockey. And she traveled all around with him. And so we bounced a lot of shit off him. And he's like, hey, man, he doesn't get stressed about that shit with his kid. And he's like, hey, man, go where your kid is happy, where he's making friends. And that's the big thing, too. Like, they develop my kids go out of zone for like school and so their friends at school are not their hockey friends those are not the people that i let my kids like spend the night with it's the hockey parents because i know them i know that like you amber said we're like like like-minded i know what your priorities are for your kid i know there are rules i know that you value these certain things and i mean so if nothing else in life they like they get that right so so you brought a good point and i think you answered my question but um, what do you guys look for in a hockey coach? Like, what what do you, what attracts you to? Is it the best team? Like, he's gonna have the best no. team. It's no. gonna I mean, or is it more the I, you know I the guy's solid guy? He's gonna teach my kid something. So yeah. I, so like I'm gonna winning be, or fun right. or so like gonna, life lessons or like like how to shake a hand and look at someone in the eyes. I'll be honest with you. The first attraction to us was like mutual friends said, "Hey, mutual friends who like." We're like, this is a good place to go. And I was like, okay, like we trust those people. We're really like-minded with those parents and that kid and they're raising them. Let's go. And we saw the minimum of those kids at, what were they, like Mite Red, Walter? The, the lowest kid on that team was more skilled. And I don't mean like he was scoring goals. I just mean his basic skills. His skating was like, like holy shit, look at that kid. He can just skate. And I was like, that seems good basic skills so we went with that at first and then loyalty is a big thing for us it's you know think about these life like what are your non-negotiables in life and my non-negotiables are honesty integrity hard work and loyalty and so we went with that we're trying to teach our kids that and then i feel like we got burned right like honestly and i had to tell my kid like hey man this happens i'm learning i'm learning i've never had a 12 year old boy and hey bud we're learning together as my kid was sucking up his fucking tears from getting cut to like, hey, man, you got to move on to the next tryout. Oh, mommy can't fix everything. No. Nope. And so the as next coach, like the kids were all like like minded kids, very welcoming. The coach like valued my kid for the fact that he's, you know, he is where he is. He's a little fucking sensitive. I get it. It's not how I am, but it's how he is. <laughs> I, it's true. One of my favorite stories um, on coaching was a football story, Um, but Dagan was tiny. He still is tiny. uh, Scrawny. Yeah. That's not a nice word. Anyways. He ain't thick. (laughs) He ain't thick at all. So he was... Dad bods. Dad bods in the Crocs. Team dad bod. Dad bods in the Bergs. Team dad bod. So he was, uh, I think he was five years old, and he was playing a football game, and coach had him take the water bottles out. And he was like, Mom, I don't want to be the water boy anymore. And I was like, well, you need to go up to Coach Tony and say, what do I have to do to not be the water boy anymore? And I was like, because right now you're kind of the team bitch. And he was like, well, I don't want to be the team bitch anymore. I want to be the water boy. And so I was like, love his kid. I was yeah. like, you got to go up to coach and say, what do I have to do to not be the bitch. to not be the water boy? Yeah, to be the 
team bitch. And Tony said, you got to show up and give me 100% every day and you'll earn your spot. And for me on a coach, that's it right there. I mean, 100%. If my kid gives you 110% and you notice that and you see that, my kid's 110% could be maybe 10% of somebody else's kid. But if he's giving you that and you're noticing that and you're not like, shitting on him because he's he's only 10% of this kid even though he's given you that 110%. For me, that is a coach. That is a coach that's bringing him up and, you know, he wants to give you that 110%. Kids want that for these coaches. These coaches that mean a lot to these kids, there's a huge difference. I mean, he's had hundreds of coaches, my kids, even with my daughter, hundreds of coaches. You know, I couldn't even name all these awesome people that have been in my my kids' lives and you know even if they weren't awesome you're still fucking awesome because you're volunteering i mean you're doing this it's a it's a sacrifice full-time Sh- volunteer hockey coach right Sh- <laughs> shitty or not you're still doing it but so do you feel like like the feedback is super important because i oh, feel they like need it. My those kids, kids need it we'll give 110 percent like honestly if a coach told him certain coaches, I would like you to eat that pile of shit right there. He'd my kid would be like, do it. I'll eat that pile of shit. <laughs> and it'll taste like birthday cake. But the thing know? is, then then the kid's been doing that for how long? And you don't say to him like, hey, man, I appreciate you've been eating that pile of shit. But here's where you really need to work. But no, but see, that's what makes you a coach. Though. Right, right. I mean, my, I mean, my kid wouldn't have yes. gone, you know, if he was still being a water boy, he'd still be a water boy. Right. You know what I mean? So. You know, but is if that coach sees that, gives him that, and if you're if they're seeing that, they're teaching them. They're teaching them something. You know, if that kid wants to work that hard for that coach, that coach is teaching them. A kid's not gonna work hard for somebody who doesn't give a shit about him. Well, I maybe, mean, maybe when they're like <laughs> ten years old, they might just like right. I don't know. Kid eats a pile of shit for me. He's going to be in the power (laughs) plant. Power (laughs) plant. I got got a shit eater for you. Don't tell your dad. I I had a question. You you mentioned, and and the word that comes up a lot, especially with youth hockey, I mean, youth football is a thing, and youth Mm soccer is a thing, and all the youth sports are a thing, but the word that I hear a lot with families in youth hockey is sacrifice. And you mentioned sacrifice once already. I want all you guys all you ladies, uh, tell us about some of the sacrifices that your family's made for hockey. Not maybe just, I mean, obviously there's the financial sacrifice, but I mean, we're all willing to do that. I mean, that's why we work is for our kids. It's fine. Do you want me to tell you what one hour of ice costs in California? We would love to hear it, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we will go there, but I want to hear about like the sacrifice, like for your other kids, like your other, are your other kids being left out? Do you sometimes say, holy shit, we have traveled five times this year to take kid A to five hockey tournaments, and kid B has just come along smiling the entire time. I mean, so tell us about the sacrifice that you guys have in your family. In your in your family, strictly ahead, strictly Allie. based on hockey. Well, what what were what are the group of moms that are come on later that don't know anything? Bad legs. Oh no, they know stuff. Rookies. They never, they're, the rookies. Rookies. they're the rookies. They're the going to do an Oreo cookie race. Golly, or I was deal. just sitting here thinking. You know, do you remember when your kids first signed up for hockey? They were falling all over. We were all there. Everything's good. Roses, flowers, fairies. I don't even know what was happening. They were cute. You were tying skates, like all this stuff, right? And then one I season. Wasn't tying skates. 
Okay. I'm going to send my kids to you. <laughs> the girls. Dub hasn't tied his own skates since he was how old? I don't even know. But I'd tie skates still to this day, but I'm not allowed to. Um, anyways, remember that? We were all there and everything was good and it was fun and all that. And then year, you know, another year and then another year in more politics and more people. Now things are more like. Eagle River State Championship. It's like snowballing, right? Like you just see your kids are getting older and stuff's getting more serious. And now we're here where we are and we're like, God, you got to make some big decisions. And the whole traveling thing, I never had any clue. Not, I mean, I think if Walter and me hey, got married, hey, hey, no, hey, no, 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 hold on a minute. So if I, when I got married and then, you know, we had kids, right. And dub came out, if Walter would have been like, so we're going to need to be spending like, you know, 10, 50, I don't even know how much, right. This is why your husband has his own credit card. Uh, cause I don't know what's happening. <laughs> would have told me that That's it would be that like, way. you know, you're spending this much on hockey and you're traveling all over. I'd have looked at him and been like. Uh, no, absolutely. You are crazy. What is happening? But, you know, you start out, we all start out, we don't know, and then it just kind of snowballs, and then you watch them fall in love with the game, right? And it's a family affair. So Faith, some of you know her, right? Uh, she's a really good older sister. And, the, the, um, best. She, the best. She's the best older sister. She is the, be- she is yeah, the best awesome. older sister. There's and, so when you talk about one, family. Number one fan of whatever team dubs. Yeah. Plan on, yeah. And but you know, you're you're at the rink all the time with all these families. Hopefully you like everybody on your team, uh, and everybody's bonding. You have all the siblings running around and we don't need like, just tolerate. Correct. We want to love everybody on the team. It's important. Those are your new drinking buddies though, honestly. They are. Listen, I mean maybe. your social yeah, life maybe. is dictated yeah. by at your goddamn hockey. I think maybe, maybe I've been lucky sure. too with that because gosh, I've uh, the well, moms got, on my got a pretty team good crew are here. Amazing. Got a pretty good crew here. They are. We've been really lucky, but you spend so much time at the rink and you get to know all of these people and the siblings come together and it is it it is probably the best part of hockey. Well, I mean, besides winning the games, right? Oh, but we to win. Oh, we're gonna. I, we only play to win. Um, but all of these siblings, you become a family, and it is so amazing the relationships that we have built. Uh, but the siblings, if the siblings play hockey, it's different. Uh, if they don't, I can see where that can get a little bit. Um, like you know you travel and you do all of this for one kid and what is what's your other kid doing like the fairness yeah. imagine yeah. if you were doing this for three kids what people i always look that. at people like debbie and, <laughs> yeah. and her and no, the, and we all know fair. the families in eagle river that have five kids that are all playing i have no earthly idea how this happens no mcdonald uh, house three yeah. three three hockey players at mcdonald oh, yeah. okay, but three is not five thanksgiving weekend try that one uh you're Lu- by yourself ludwig's ludwig's yeah. five io oh, jacks the ludwig's five. we shouldn't five. include that that's like a that's their own they're I don't amazing know what's happening there but yep. they make it happen oh <laughs> but all these people and all these kids that play hockey and i've got one so i'm never gonna bitch and complain ever i will not i've got one kid if if you ever hear me say anything about driving or this or that slap me because that's just ridiculous i've got ellie ellie i married a coach if your kids work hard like i think you're you and walter are like all of us like if your kids work hard and they're honest hardworking kids you're gonna make things happen for them you can make it work yes yeah you can make it work but the siblings so the funny thing is is faith is the older sister and every team that we've ever been on faith seems to somehow be the oldest of 
everyone that's there. Mm-hmm. There's no one that's her age. This is a true story. So she's been traveling with these hockey teams for like four years, and I'm talking all over. And it's fine. She's the, probably going to marry one of them. Oh, Built-in I mean, babysitter. Okay. We love Pre-arranged babies. marriage. Easy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got to get through dub. Yeah. And yeah. Oh. she actually, Faith has taken the role of the big sister, and that's okay now that she's like 14 and they're that 12, 13 age. I mean, if they get any older, it's going to, I'm sure, change. But um, she's really enjoyed uh, all of the families and kind of taking care like a mother hen in a way like taking care of the boys like they'll get off the ice they'll come to the hotel and face like okay we're volleyballing uh, at the pool in 20 see you there and she gets them all rounded up and you know they like Faith so uh, Faith would she loves watching hockey she's her it's brother's almost like, it's almost like biggest it, it's supporter. almost like she didn't um, it's not a sec- like it's not a sec- like Dub didn't get more yeah. Then she got like she, she goes, she's there, she's part of it. She doesn't look at it like that. Like me and Ellie look at it like that. Like, ah, like I mean, come on. But I don't think Faith looks at it like that. I, one cool story about Faith is Dub always wears a uh, gold chain with a cross, and uh, it was before a game or whatever. And Faith grabs Ellie and says, "Hey, Dub forgot his cross. Dub forgot his cross." And they had a rush to the rink. Rushed to the locker room because Dub forgot his cross and Faith was going to give it to her. And, I, and that's when I knew that she was like, she's all in with this hockey thing. Like, Dub's superstitious. Faith is superstitious as well. Like, hey, he needs his cross. But uh, SoCal, lovey. Well. What do you got? Sacrifices. Tell us about the sacrifices. I, I would You've say. You've got a lovely uh, little well, lady. Well, little Blake, dance, Blake dance has machine. A younger sister. And dance as much machine. as I could say. Oh, well, yeah, she's great. I see her in the morning but when she comes in the Walter, house and she's bouncing. She hates hockey. Okay, here we okay. go. Here we go. We're going to talk real right now. She doesn't like anything about it, but hockey has taken her around the world and she lives her best life when we are traveling. She does. Just like right now, it's fine. We stayed an extra week in Alaska so Blake could play hockey. And I don't know, Hales is playing with American Girl dolls and <laughs> building clay structures. Who knows? She's fine. Um, so I would agree with you in the fact that Haley does not see this as a, I feel like we are intentional, though. I will be intentional for the end of time that I do not want her to grow up in 10 years and say, well, my life sucked because life revolved around my brother. I won't have it, Um, which is why for us, I feel like the village is really important when, you know what, if she can stay home and not miss out on something and she can stay with auntie or grandma, she does that. Um, But she's still young. She's only nine. I don't know. How's she going to be when she's 14? She's absolutely friggin' adorable. She's like, like she's a little like kind of pain in the ass. Assish, almost. Oh, yeah, she's spicy. Spicy, but, red hair. But like after, spice. after Ooh, like ginge. after like day. Three, oh yeah, we have two ginge. She's really? Spicy after ginger. day three, like I loved it. I was just like, this girl is something else. She but is Walt, awesome. If you, if she stayed for a month, you might change your mind. She's it's awesome. fine. She comes in the house in the morning. She's dancing. She leaves at night. She's dancing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And she draws amazing pictures, by the way. She Holy cow, the puffin one like, in the what? frame, in the How picture frame? How does this frame? happen? She hates everything sports. <laughs> like, what? How are okay. you bored in the Ford family? I don't I don't know. What? How? What? 
you okay. have winter teams, right? So, you know, we play with these people all winter long, right? Mm -hmm. We're together for like how, how many months? They call it winter. They actually come oh, no, there's a term winter teams. That's summer. a new one. That's a yep. new one for me. Eight winter months. teams. That, well, <laughs> the, su the summer team people yep. call it winter teams. Okay. That's and it. you that's get what you get. Okay. And, winter you know, these are people that live around you and, you know, in your state and all of that. They're winter teams. Yeah. Okay. Well, winter teams are okay. No, that's not what I'm team? saying. Yeah, a little winter team. <laughs> but yeah, winter okay. team was cute. Did you guys do well? <laughs> yeah, no. It's my community. They're a winter team. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, you you we realize us Californians? No, Blake doesn't play with kids like in his town. Like they live like two hours away, so he knows no one. No, no, that's true. Okay, and you're then, out. Then okay. hold on a second. Go ahead. So, Winter continue. Everybody here, you know, you play <laughs> in Alaska, team. and we're you know our winter team. But I'm writing that down. Winter team. Okay, then you get out. -E Which team do you play on? I play on the winter team. Winter. <laughs> you say winter or winter? Win winter. winter. Both. Winter. Both. Next to winter, put in quotes. Unimportant. <laughs> we're going Less back to lesser of a team. We're going back to siblings, team. right? Double and they're all along for the ride, and they got to go in the car, and they got to go watch their siblings play. They have to wake up at four in the morning. Totally, you wake them up and you like load them in. You know, I mean, load them in the car. Oh my gosh, yes. But then you get on a. Do I call it a summer team? What do I call it? It's You tell me. So you call it a summer team, and it's like party, summer team. We get to go everywhere, and it's like all the yeah, and it's fun, and so it's hard not to like that. Summer team. Okay, so then you have all the siblings, like they're living. Like Amber their says, best life. their best yeah. life, yeah. because we are traveling everywhere. We're having so much fun. Our, our, our Yeti cups are not, not filled with water. We're not hydrating at 8 a.m. It's a summer. I mean, we are summer hockey is the best, the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a vacation. Hockey is built on relationships. I mean, you talk to people who Amen. played parents like you all. I mean, that that's it. So on that note, let's talk about your social life lives um, being revolved. They do revolve around hockey, do they not? And football for Mandy. I mean, to some extent. 100%. I mean, you don't. We don't have time for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Work We don't put up with anything else other than hockey people. Work and hockey. I don't know. I think that brings yeah. it back to um, what was talked about earlier. I mean, you get along with people that have the same aspirations and goals like or their children yeah absolutely you know their children have the same aspirations and goals you don't want to you know yeah but the other thing is you're with them all, all the, the time so you're like for, like you said i got you're forced into some relationships you may not want to be in that's fine but for the most part um i want some stories of like okay so you go on a road trip so you go on a road trip. Ooh. Is Mandy's it, road trips are the best. Is it is it party no party? Is it are Ooh. you closing down Ooh. the bar, local watering hole at three a.m. The coach is hung. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, let's get into it, really, because I mean that's this is what we're talking about. Jake Jake knows what's going on. He's like, yeah. So I, I'm gonna throw this one out here for Paul McEwen. Oh, we right. like Paul. Anybody? Paul's my old neighbor. Yeah. Fake hips, yeah. Hey. Fake hips, yeah. Polly, Polly, pear shaped Paul. Yeah, Paul is. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out here. Every hockey trip, Paul and I are always the last ones up. That nice. man nice. can put them down, 
Like, we make fun of him all the time about not having teeth and having to wear <laughs> old man diapers. Love you, Paul. Hey, Fake Paul, man, he, Paul was on my first ever hockey team, by the way. He first is, ever hockey team. Did you, see, did you see him in that picture, though, like the old high school pictures? Like, he was an absolute stallion. Yeah. Have you met his no. wife? His hair. Oh, yeah. oh his wife's an unreal. I mean, yeah. Smoke shot. Smoke shot. Yeah. She's amazing. Absolute. Smoke absolute shot. rocket launcher. Sure. Way, way, sure. way out of Paul's sure league. I'm yeah. one of the summer things she did something... She taught the yoga class for yeah. one of the summer. Yeah, yeah. hockey, yeah. There, then there was like, you got a boner because of McEwen's mom. Like it was, <laughs> oh, yeah. Gee. I'm one of those moms that gets yeah. back around. Oh. Definitely be boner yes. of the month club. Yeah. <laughs> my, my so Heather, our children you, are you supposed to listen to mom. this. What? Yeah. What's happening? They're the no. ones who told me. Oh. So I mean, okay. I can make it up <laughs> myself. Hey, we can we can edit that out like it never even happened. And your children Boom. don't have to listen. Boom. So uh, hey, I was on the, uh, in, the interwebs as I said before, um, and I, I do I did try to. Well, I got one picture. It's not notes. really a good picture. Oh, oh we, picture. this is this is a this, professional this is a, this is a real thing. It's a real thing. This is a hockey mom this calendar. This is a thought. This no. is for a fundraiser. What? This is fun, a fundraiser. U, this, these are uh, Ukraine. Is it U- Ukraine, yeah. Ukraine. Fundraiser that idea. They did a fundraiser teams, yeah. and they did it all, you know, tastefully. tastefully. You know, oh, didn't show any. I would totally do that. I'm out. It's not. It's not penthouse, but I mean, it's it's Ukraine. Obviously, so kid, do you want your it's kids uh, to travel or not? <laughs> no, I mean, no. yeah, chuckle out of that one. Well, yeah. Good point. That's <laughs> but, a great segue to, to put the fundraiser. On in well, well so, so, into fundraising. How much? How fun is fundraising? Fuck. We don't fundraising. I've never been on fundraising. Well, I can say I will start it off. I will start it off right now. Is it, this supposed to give us a discount? Because I've never seen it. I fundraise. Fundraise? Yeah. No, it's still it's still fundraise. But here we used to go sell tickets to. Um, Pucks and pies. No, no, the Aces um, or the Aces jersey raffle or UA jersey raffle, and that. you have to s- put on the stupid ass apron and walk around like an idiot. And that old guy dictates to you what you. Unbelievable! Do. Yeah. I'm like, I would rather <laughs> give my five hundred. I'll write you five hundred dollar check, and I don't show up. That's me but personally. But you can still do that. I think you can. There's I'm only eight hundred people them. at the game, but. Uh, so what? What are some other fundraising um, nightmares? Oh, uh, I guess? we sold underwear. Oh, Ooh, adult Ethicas. adult underwear. Oh, yeah, kids underwear. Uh, have you Alaskans ever heard of Ethicas? No. No. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Okay. We well, have like tell us about five places Ethicas. to shop, so I don't know is that where's a, that at. Is that a well, thong? They are special underwear. For what? Men, boys, <laughs> women. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was legitimately our fundraiser. Who organized that? Val. Asker. Oh, it we ne- like a we, might have, to, we might have to delete Val, that out. I'm calling you out. Uh-huh. Val, yeah. no undie fundraiser? Oh. Well, Actually, Tracy good idea. Stickney, too. She thought this was a really good idea. She sticks money, though. I know. We can't. She's, she's money. She's so awesome. Best team mom ever. Totally. And mm-hmm. like, like, a, like a big kid, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's like part of the team because she's on the team. Well, and she looks like a kid. And she looks like a yeah. child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Gosh, Are you two going to have your own conversation? No, so, I, so a couple questions here. Um, we're we're going to, you know, we're going to get serious here for a minute. Oh, oh no. Um, I feel like we haven't talked about anything. We've talked about a I lot. It's, oh. um, it's good, Ellie. Oh, good. Yeah. Mom, hockey mom life hacks. Get, if you could, could do one 
like one as a hockey mom, what would be one life hack that you would give? And this is going to tie right into another section of questioning for me. Give this to what we refer to. You guys are veterans. We refer to them as rookie moms. Give us one hockey life hack for the rookie moms. Going, I, I knew oh you God, would. I'm in. Okay. Okay. We so we starting we starting with Heimbachel. Yeah, Heim- okay. Heimbachel, go. Venmo. <laughs> Venmo. Was that yours too, Amber? Oh, this is good. <laughs> Teenage college drivers. Okay. I got it. I mean, it's what I had to do this summer. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> like, my kid needs a ride to golf. My kid needs a ride to the rink. Can you pick them up? Can your vehicle hold a bike, golf clubs? This is a thing. Oh, bike. What kind of thing? It's a thing. Hello, Ellie. Eunice uh, hardly knew what Venmo was until I arrived in Alaska like 12 days ago. You don't really have to know the person. Mm -hmm. You You just just send your kid with them. Venmo them. Well, maybe you know their parents. You're like Venmo. And uh-huh. in COVID, See? in COVID, in COVID, all these like college kids are just fucking at home doing nothing. Literally like, nothing. And my friend was like, I got three college kids at home. They need to get off their asses. And I was like, I got, I got jobs. <laughs> Perfect. Tarps Amber? Off. Tarps off. Amber, types Mandy, up. Mandy, what's up. happening here? You just put a beanie and gloves on. Yeah, is, this, is this part I of your life? I just got ready for my photo shoot for the <laughs> calendar that Reed was talking about. <laughs> um, okay. So... You're going to have to show <laughs> a little more than the uh, We were just talking face. about um, life hacks, so I am legit basic hockey this mom. Is, oh, yeah. Right mm-hmm. yeah. My, Wait, is this jacket like a skirt? What's happening? Oh, you're from You've California. Never seen you don't even what? know. You don't know what this is? It's like a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Yep. You wear that in the oh, ring. It's a what scoop. Mm-hmm. What's it called? I am a scoop. serious. I've never seen what Isn't it called the scoop? What is this called? Something like that. It's a scoop. Ellie. I'm cheap, Why so it's Costco. Ellie Ellie Costco scoop. Still no, good? Still good? I don't have one. Yeah. Jake, you need one. In my Are you kidding? Yeah, so this is Alaska-based You got to talk into here and tell them what you're wearing. Uh, well, I got my yeah. hockey mom skirt. Skirt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me introduce. So when you go to the rink, okay, so all of the hockey moms um, that have been around for a little bit, Mm -hmm. you have uh, a gear in your car um, that you leave in your car for 12 months out of the year. You never take it out. And this gear consists of um, a snow skirt, a blanket. I mean, you could substitute. I didn't go as your, far as this. I, got well, I a have a parka, but I want that. that okay, well, hold on. Ass. You got to have your team sweatshirt, uh, your team colored oh, hat, whatever. Or, or if you're a rookie, it says hockey mom. Right. And uh, <laughs> a cu- the the scarf that you wear has to be your team color. Or there's a uh, logo if, on here somewhere. With a logo. This is all You new can to me. pre-order that if you'd like. Lord no Jesus, idea. she and has a mask. Yes. This yeah. cannot be a mittens, a hand warmer. No. This. Right. This is now. The, no. the, this right. is a veteran mom. So the rookie moms show up no. in their Lulus and their flip-flops. And yes, their, they do. And their, you know, sweatshirt. Sporting Big fan of Lulus. Right. Rookie moms. But wouldn't you say that some of this is localized? my team next year like the eagle river moms i'll be honest technically have a lot of swag and not always the anchorage parents we all swag you heard it right here you heard it right here on the dump and change podcast that eagle river moms are out swagging the anchorage moms suck on that one has been thrown down suck on that one anchorage suck it I uh you, you I go to every this. game. And what about sure the SoCal moms? Do the, the SoCal uh, moms got got this? Do they yeah, have this see? happening? 
you're kidding, right? Of course. Well, we don't have this skirt. Right. This is a problem. That's awesome, right? This is a problem. I have a blanket would you like oh. to, and a parka. Would you like to try it on? And a scarf. That's downfilled. Boots. Uh, Ugg yeah. boots. That's a, I don't wear Birkenstocks. But is it the color of your team? Yes. Okay. And, and good. So every jacket, and every good team yep. has a team parent that actually makes you your scarf yeah. and oh, your blanket. Heck, yeah, you gotta they have that team mom. So what oh, is, yeah. is that, Karen? Give us with the lanyards those with are your team's number. <laughs> oh your yes, I had that. La- yes. Can oh, you, you give bet. us? Can you Ellie. give us a SoCal? I have all that. Rookie mom, life hack, hockey life hack. Well, because they're fresh faced, they don't know what's going on. They're Do you want to know what my life hack is that we talked about last night? Oh, that I wash my son's hockey gear once a week, every oof. humanly piece. I do oof. not. Do I do not. I am appalled, and no, I told that, Ellie that, we might not be able to be friends. That's a, that's a good call because people don't know they can do that. I mean, every it's piece all, it's goes all machine in washable. my laundry. Have you ever smelled? It's a good leave. Have you ever smelled uh, a pro hockey team? No. They're they disgusting. smell no, they smell great because, because they have manager. a good equipment guy that washes their gear every day. I'm not the equipment day. manager of my third. Dude, that's it because people girl. won't do it. I wash I'm my kids' gear sure. too. <gasps> Reed, people would how say, old? "Wow, Blake, oh hell yeah, how old? Like how old are my? I don't wash my kids' gear anymore. They uh, but like he's oh. fucking thirteen. So no, when, when, when my kids are in, when my kids are in the house, yeah, if they're in the house, I wash. We wash the gear. You're a good the gear, like the under like the under gear. Thank you. They made me feel like a crazy person last night. What you wash gear? I'm like, Dub doesn't wash crap. Right, he dries it out though. Every well, this is a problem. Okay, what about what about this? What about this? What about glove hands? Oh, that's like probably the worst. Probably the worst. It's my favorite thing ever. Oh my god, those things have to be washed like five times, and they still stink. He doesn't complain about you washing his gloves. Seriously, first of all, Charlie said he liked wet. Equipment. That's not. Hey, that's what not. That's not. That's not out of the question. Uh, Char- Charlie Char- Menard. Charles Bernard, probably the top 07 goalie, mm-hmm. at least on the on goalie. The West Coast. Okay, oh, no. I got it. Goalie. Yeah. But Sorry, uh, don't, don't, don't show you, did you, you never liked your gear a little damp? No. What? Okay. There's a lot of guys that like this their gear like a little moist. This is like fungus waiting to. Ha- You're talking to a <laughs> nurse right now. To- totally. Wet to- totally. gear. You want to fungus? Like, hey. you, can this smell can. you can smell this. Can story, I, dare okay? I say? Dare I say moist? Oh, no. Oh, no, like thank moist. you. No, thank Sorry, but <laughs> I like my gear. I like this it dry. Good. Dry. <laughs> like, here's I like the, it dry. Here's a story that. you could totally smell. I uh, was looking for my hair dryer. And oh. This it was this hockey season. I was like, where the fuck is my yellow hair dryer? And I was like, Jason, you have no hair. What the fuck? Like, where's? <laughs> did you take my hair dryer? And he was like, I didn't t- touch your fucking. This hair is a dryer. Luke Momlo thing. Continue. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, Jason goes to pick up Dagan at goalie clinic and sitting in his fucking gear bag is my yellow hair dryer. What? And I was like, what the fuck are you doing with my hair dryer? And he said, it feels so good when I warm up my gear. And I was like, I can fucking smell that locker room right now and I want to die. It's awful. I hate hate you for your teammates. Like, that's horrible. Heating it up is bad, but... I'm not putting on wet gear. If you have like a uh, junior tryout with a once in the morning, once at night, and you have to put it on again, it's like, uh, dude, slipping into the. It's like oh, slipping no. into the. We a have wet a dryer. Suit. You people don't have dryers? <gasps> like, you put your skates and your gloves in the dryer? Good man, but no. you drive 90 miles? Costco. And then what time do you we'll get hook home? You up with a dryer. And I'm not taking that shit out of my car and drying it. 
I mean, if he wants the shit dry, mm. he's drying it. So we, we hang gear. We hang gear. We've we got hang. an antibacterial spray that goes on everything. So what, what's, a, what's, a, what's the newest antibacterial? Is it Febreze? Is it? No, no it's, a, it's actually a, it's a sports one. It's, it comes from like, a, you know, like Ice Warehouse or Hockey Monkey or wherever you get your, your hockey stuff from. And it, it is a sports-specific antibacterial. Anti. Does it have a smell? No. Does it um, protect against like COVID? Secrets? Like the no. Oh, <laughs> I need to know. Secret. I scratch that off my list. Could uh, you just look on the label? Uh, um, I, I, I have. I, I, I really only have a uh, a few more questions <gasps> for you guys. Um, we're just getting into the goods right now. Right. What is happening? Hold on a minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. This is no. This is just me. We we got Rito. Was I allowed to say something? What I would like to know is. You know, you guys are you guys are technically halfway ish through your oldest hockey journey. Can you give me like a like a best and a worst like memory that you have right now from your kids' hockey journey thus far? Amber Ford, go ahead. Oh, what? You first I, go. I don't want to go first. You go first. You're yeah, you're Ellie number one. Your your most memorable should be switch, easy. Switch go it. ahead. Switch it. Okay, sorry, Amber. You relax. Ellie, go. I was on a life hack still, and I feel. <laughs> oh, I sorry, sorry, I, sorry. I didn't get to say <laughs> sorry, what my life, life hack. hack go ahead. Start with your life hack. Ellie. Okay. Um. So this is what I should pass on to rookie rookie moms. moms. Lululemon. Yeah. What's it gonna be? Better be good. Do not carry your son's bag. That's a good hack. Yeah. That's a good, Please that's don't. a solid hack. If you yeah. want your kid to go anywhere, put the bag down, tell him to pick it up, and drag it into the rink. Good call, because if he doesn't want to drag good, it, Ellie. then don't play. It's an excellent one. If he doesn't want to pick up his gear Archive that he has stays. to put on. He's a little bitch. It's a win for oh. <laughs> Just sit out in the parking lot then, cry, put it on, and walk into the rink. But mama doesn't have to bring your bag in. I think Dub was like four, and I went to pick up the bag, and Walt said, "What are you doing?" I said, "What? It, it, it. I can't. He can't pick this up. Are you crazy?" He said, "You bet he can." I think Dub dragged it in. Uh, it, he, it had yeah, like fifty wore, pucks in wore, it. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. He, he, oh, my oh, shoulder. I'm not carrying my own pucks. <laughs> okay, his shoulder hurt. That can't be good for his back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pull it in. Yeah. If not, then put your stuff on and walk in. But right. let, okay, babe, hit us yeah. with your best hockey memory so far. Halfway through your hockey journey, best hockey memory. Go. Oh. It's the first oh. one that comes to mind. Hit it. Go. Just say it, and you don't need an explanation. Go. Uh, it would be. I'm spoiled, but winning uh, and winning state, uh, winning state in Fairbanks, and Wh- uh, having which, which, which time? Yeah, they're. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm spoiled. I don't know. I married a good coach, wait, apparently. Wait, but um, we went into a shootout. and oh, That was uh, the second time. Oh, okay. Third time. Third time. That was was the third that time, against sorry. the Valley Thunder? It was. <laughs> but, the blunder. But one of my favorite hockey moms of all time, Kelly Merrick. Uh, she's she is one of the all-time great hockey moms of Eagle River, Alaska, will ever see is Kelly Merrick. Absolutely. I, I love her. Uh, and... Uh, her mom had just passed away recently. After the first game of the state tournament that we won, her mom had passed unexpectedly that ap- like moments before our first game ended. And she was at every single every. one of our big games up until then. And yeah, sorry, go ahead. 
No, and, and and Gran was at uh, always there to cheer the boys on, and uh, you know one boy plays Eagle River, so she'd have her long blue scarf on, and then she'd have to switch it and go into Anchorage because the other kid played All Star, so she'd have a red scarf. So every time she came to the rink, I'd say, "You have your blue scarf, right?" And she did, and uh, she passed, and we won, and uh, uh, Kelly Merrick, who just the the ultimate team mom and would do anything for any kid on the team. Um, we got to kind of, at the end of winning state, uh, she carried the the for trophy the uh, with uh, her son Brody out, and all the kids came. And, like, I looked at Dub, and Dub had tears going down, and I know it was because. Dub was crying. It was grand. Yeah, I would have been bawling. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's a grandma of a player on the team. And, and. You know, you, you talk about family, and they're there. And these kids, they're 10, 11, 12. They see who's in the stands all the time. They see that grandma and grandpas are there all the time, and the grandma and grandpas are, good game, good game, when you come out of the locker room and all that, and whether they know you or not. Or again, whether you played a good game or not. It doesn't matter. Grandparents are awesome. And uh, we won and then dedicated that, you know, kind of win and all that to Gran, and it was probably one of the best moments. Gr- uh, Gran was a special person to yeah. our family because, uh, you know, uh, you know that family yeah. is uh, real tight with our family. And uh, so right after we won, um, my assistant coach, who af- also happened to work at the MAC, uh, called me the day before state and said he wouldn't be there. So um i always it's a good story yeah i i i always i always put an extra guy on there and 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 joey merrick has always helped me whenever i've needed it so i put him on as an extra coach so the first day of state he had no idea i walked up to him i said hey joey uh you're on the bench and he said uh what i said you're on the bench i I, blake called and canceled last night and he says oh okay yeah and then the whole his his mom-in-law thing came up and everything like that so after we got done and we won for the third time in six years, I uh, I grabbed I gr- I grabbed Joey and I said and I said Joey, do you think that do you think your wife would get the trophy? And he looked at me and says, Man, I I don't know. Like I mean, her mom died cool. four days before that, you know. And I said, Will you, w- w- will she get the trophy? And he said, uh, These kids have been together for how many years? Seven. And I said, uh, and he said, uh, we can ask her. And she came out and she looked at me and she says, you know what? You would. And I said, yeah, I will. And uh, she and her son went up and got that state championship trophy um, (coughs) for the third time in six years. And uh, they brought it out. And uh, it was a pretty, I mean, like my son is a pretty... He's he's sensitive. No one will ever see it, but uh, for him to get emotional in front of people was uh, it was a pretty strong moment, and it, and it was cool. And you're and talking about a grandma of a kid. Well, I mean, the, you the, know, mer- the merit winning's th- one thing, but having all that, I mean, it's hey, a big deal. I'll tell you, playing against her, we yeah. knew who she was, and we recognized when she was not there anymore. Yeah. And so Grand. that was awful. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. That is. It great. just is one that really takes over. So now I can be selfish. Re- good luck to the rest. I can be selfish well, and yeah. say, great well, moment is you know your kid is going to travel and go and try out for a team of you know. Uh, try out for a team of what seven states and hundreds of kids that was a good moment for dub that he made that summer team Uh, i'm very proud uh, for that i don't really talk about it often but i think that was a big memory for me too uh i can go a bad one but you guys hit it yeah go a bad one oh oh what no go ellie we want to hear this Ooh, bad memory uh okay so our kids, right? There's no uh, like checking, right? Oh my gosh, you hit my kid too hard. 
He fell down, right? Because there's no checking, right? Okay. Uh, so checking. Mm, yeah. They're they're babies. Don't hurt them. No. Oh my gosh, no. Billy! He ran my kid down, no. and I'm gonna talk Billy. shit to you all day. <laughs> oh, that kid is such a bully on the ice. Okay. Uh, so I think watching Dub uh go headfirst into the boards for the first time and, and not supposed to happen. That was a little bit like your heart kind of stops. Uh, you have to prepare yourself for it, but that was a big one. So I kind of went. Mm. Oh, he's never he's never laid down on the ice ever. I've never had to go nope. get him, and I still to this day haven't. But when he when it takes him a second to get up, it's serious. so my heart stopped, dropped. Uh, that was bad. But then you realize that this is what's going to happen. They're they're about to be big boy hockey, and they're going to have to be tough, and they're going to run each other over. Not anymore. No. Oh, no, I know. No checking right. in the, hockey. Yeah. So, so you're good. You're good. Quit. You guys are already. We're not playing hockey. No right? one's going to hit anyone, yeah. and okay. it's fine. They're all um, going to be soccer players now. Oh. 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 Hey. Debbie, you got a couple of soccer players, don't you? I have yep. one. I have yep. One. <laughs> Lovey, what do you got for us? Best and worst. Give it to us. Uh, yeah, I feel, always feel like I'm talking about my oldest one, and I guess that's because I didn't get to speak out earlier. I don't get to see a lot of Jack stuff because I am so involved with Dagan stuff, and Jason is actually able to now be a part of coaching and so he has been with jack he's been you know which is which is great but you have to to divide and conquer we're divide and conquer i think god knew that we were going to be a crazy busy family so all my kids are five and a half years apart so i always say god's got jokes and i got a jack jack you know but uh (laughs) wouldn't change it for the world i love me some jack jack Jack. and um you know so i'm heavily involved with dagan i try to get to jack's as much as i can um so i i really feel kind of shitty about just talking about my experiences with Dagan, but that's been my hockey experience literally is watching this kid go through this and then as he goes i go um but my my favorite and my most memorable waltz was involved with this was when they won their little mac attack against merits undefeated in two seasons I like it. Um, it was it was, it was amazing. Just because that's when I realized that my kid fucking loved hockey. Like he he did amazing out there. It it was the whole little team. This little team just pulled some shit together, and they were the underdogs going in. Total blue and collar team, dude. And Merritt's team hadn't lost in two, in two full, full seasons. seasons. And I, I that mean, was it, was, one of three, right? it, it was amazing to see, but that's when it was like eye-opening to me that, holy shit, like this, this is, this is going to be his life now. And so that to me was probably the most amazing experience. Just, just seeing that in his face, that, love and that passion like coming out and something finally and he's young you know but to see it so young and you're just like holy shit dude like this is do you this ever is look a at, real deal do you ever look at that picture oh fuck man i, I, I have like a, I have like a at least a 12 by 24 24 by 36 in my office in wasilla and to see all their faces those kids yeah i mean they were the underdogs they were the underdogs well, and, and their faces are it was like amazing seven years old yeah they yeah. were just so, babies. yeah oh, they were babies God. but you could yeah. just see and most of them are I'd say 99% of them are still on the oh, ice today. Oh, They're yeah. still playing competitive hockey. Sure. I mean, competitive, competitive yeah. hockey, you know, and yeah. that's a, that's a tough deal for these were the, these were the thrown away kids, you know, in the, in the might level. 
Um, so it was it was amazing to see, and um, I touched on it earlier. The worst thing I ever saw was my heart, my son's heart being broken from a coach. That was literally the most bu- brutal thing that we have gone through as a family. And it was it was painful. I mean, it was absolutely painful, and yeah. you know, I, I you you can't you know as a parent you try to help them and grow them and as a mom and i'm a huge fucking mama bear but you're just as heartbroken as they oh, are yeah, at this point yeah you know, but i'm a mama bear so i'm you know well, i think we claws got a few are out. i think we got a few of <laughs> yeah, them here claws today are out, but they're they're mom can't fix everything in life so it was a huge learning point for all of us you know it's like dude i i will be there and i will do i will move a mountain for you Ride but there you know but yep. there's some things that you just got to learn in life and it fucking sucks you know and so that that's been like the hardest that's thing awesome. and but awesome. but then after that i mean you just roll with the punches now yeah. and now it's kind of like hey man god puts us where you're supposed to be love it you didn't make that team you're not supposed to be there man so just you know and that's just something as we grow as you know as players as parents even as players I know my kids should have made that team, but you're not supposed to be there. So, you know. You get back to that same point of, like, uh, enabling parents and, oh, Johnny, it's okay. Or as a coach, we talked about this before. It's like if you don't make the team, then next year you're going to give that guy a big fuck you and work your ass off and and get there. And that that is lost uh, maybe a little bit on today's game, I hate to say. Oh, for sure, for sure. But – um, I, I can tell you a quick story. Um, happened in Regina, Saskatchewan, on my little hockey journey. This Wait, is what? Saskatchewan? Regina. 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 It uh, rhymes with vulva. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in Regina, and I got cut from my, my third ho- junior hockey team, and I get in Regina, and I don't have any money. You get in Regina. Nice. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in deep, baby. <laughs> I have no money. Um the co- uh, I thought the bus was leaving. I was in a bus depot, right. by the way, in the worst part of Regina, Saskatchewan. You ever been there? Beautiful. <laughs> I heard be- this time of year, probably beautiful. At that time of year, it's in uh, late August, a little scary. And you're in the bus depot, a little scary, a little seedy. And uh, I called my dad. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I don't have it. I'm not eating for like 14 hours. I don't have any money. thought my bus left at 9 p.m., Leaves at nine a.m. the next day. They're kicking me out of the. This is after this is. They're kicking me out of the, the bus depot. This is after I went up and was like, "Hey, can I get some fries? I got like fifty nine cents Canadian." Is that? And she's like, "Honey, I'll take care of you." She gave me gravy with the fries, yeah. which was awesome. Beauty. Yes. So I call my dad, and I call my dad, thinking like, you know what? It's my Coach dad, Mack is his dad. Yeah, Coach Mack. Yeah. Coach Mack will make it. My my parents will make it right. I'm like, yo, stranded here. Uh, need a little help. Before Venmo, before you had a credit card. Nothing. I have nothing. I have like 59 cents. So I, I uh, my dad's like, ah, geez, that's a, that's a bummer. Uh, I'm like, yeah, it's a bummer, dude. There's, It's like CD, man. I'm scared. He's like, well, just go outside. And uh, I had a jean jacket on. I remember that. And he's like, uh, just sit on your bag and keep your sticks, you know, tight. <laughs> and like, and I remember hanging up the thing going, I am fucked. Good night. Uh, but to my mom, to, this is a great hockey mom. My mom of all, I, I thought my dad would come through, but my dad didn't know shit or at that point. 
as far as people in Regina, Saskatchewan. Mom, of all people, has a friend she went to high school with who said, brother, is that? So I'm outside this uh, CD bus station in a bus depot and holding my sticks like my dad taught me. I'm ready, <laughs> falling asleep, hungry, <laughs> tired. And he's like, uh, this car, car drives up, little sedan. Are you Reed McDonald? No. Yes, I am. I didn't ask who she was. I didn't ask for any ID. I threw my shit in the back of her get in the car. I'm like, hi. Yeah, Reed McDonald. She was a friend of my mom's. Unreal. Anyway, fed me the best meal I've ever had. Unreal. And uh, dropped me off the bus depot the next, uh, and I was in Flint Flon, Manitoba. But uh, that was, uh, yeah, hockey bombs. Flint Flon, another beautiful part of the country. Flint Flon, beautiful. Home of Bobby Clark, actually. Uh, but yeah, that's my that's not my best hockey mom story. I love it's it. It's one of many. Heinbachel. Well, hockey moms are like a different worst. breed. Like we have to all of us agree that we're different than soccer moms, Nor- even normal moms. moms, normal moms. Come you guys on. are you guys are different than normal I, moms. I tried hockey soccer moms. like two summers ago. It was really brutal to listen to those little kids and what they say out on the field. I was like, oh, what? My son was like, oh, I got hit with a soccer ball. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Like, maybe I should just be behind the plexiglass <laughs> and, like, seeing your face, but I can't hear the words coming out of your mouth. Heinbachel, best and worst. Um, I'll start with the worst just because it's imprinted. Um, when Brody was, I, I don't even know how old he was, nine? Nine, when he got cut for the first time, when he did not expect it coming. And to be honest with you, like, I kind of expected it. And, you know, it's your first kid, so you prepare them for a lot, right? They're used to that. My mom or my dad is always going to tell me what's happening, like, what's happening next. And he's very – and I, I didn't know when I spotted him across the rink. And he had just seen the roster. And I just saw my husband with him. And I saw his head buried in my you husband. Knew. And I said – Yikes. I just texted him and said, take him out of here. Yeah. And it was it was it was terrible. Yeah. It was not my best mom moment. Ever. Terrible, they're really terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was super yeah. bad. And then I just had to figure out like, okay, all right, like, how are we gonna how are we gonna move through this? Because yeah. there's always something to learn and. But a it. life lesson. Oh, for every, sure. Big time. Every mm-hmm. kid, Big time. our kids, they Over, will get cut from a team. Ever, it might not be right now, but they will. Eight, right. And that's yeah. one thing I tell Dub. You can try out for every team and whatever, but you you will not make them all. There will be a team you will get cut from. For sure. I mean, but best good lesson for parents and because I'm gonna be honest, yeah. it was terrible for me. You talk about the family and like yep. we had been with these parents for many years, mm-hmm. and there's many moms that like I love those guys. Yep. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but he's. We learned how to suck it up. Yeah. Go to the next tryout, yeah. and he's made incredible friends and coaches. Uh, best you, moment? Like, I just think right now I watch him, and he's he's in this transition where he's like, he's a small kid. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, he's small, he's tiny. Broadster, yeah. He's little, but man, he plays like he's eight feet tall sometimes. <laughs> and I just love to watch him smile. And he's out there with an 05, and he just. Like two weeks ago, just getting trashed on the ice, just <laughs> popped up every time, just smiling. So awesome. And I was like, Man, mm-hmm. I, I, I love to see you have fun just because I know his nature is very serious awesome. and very by the book. And so that's pretty good. But then different moments with the girls too, right? Like, yeah. you know, Blake was on a good team with a bunch of good girls this year. And to feel her like 
connecting with these girls and they put that girl line out there and they just matched up against those boys and that was just like I'm not like super feminist like I'm not a crazy yeah but three girls beating up on boys is pretty fun dude five girls five boys and those girls just schooling them it was it was nice it was good nice just to see the kids happy right they love it and uh, honestly the the reason you pay the money oh for sure and drive the miles and like make it happen yeah Mrs. Mrs. Ford (laughs) best and worst okay last but not least um truth be told best moment we told blake there was zero chance he was gonna make the team and play on the brick like buddy okay we'll take you to the tryouts but this is like beyond far-fetched yeah um beyond proud beyond like i that was hands down I can remember exactly where he was when we got the phone call. I, yeah, that takes That's the cake awesome. for me for sure. Awesome. Um, worst um, is actually, believe it or not, a roller hockey moment. Um, <laughs> we believe it. Yeah. Um, scaredest I've ever been in my entire life. A goalie uh, retaliated against my son and took a stick to his neck. Yikes. Um, did not have a neck guard, did not have anything, and dropped him to the floor, didn't get up, went to the bench. You know, that feeling when you know something is terribly wrong. Um, let's just fast forward. We ended up in the ER. He spent the night for 24 hours. The ER was horrific. Like, we showed up. His vocal cords were, like, completely swelling. He had, like, that tracheomalacia. So, hyperventilating. Oh, he hit him in the front. Oh, right here. Okay. at the throat. Um, The ER doctor was like, "Mm, well, we don't have time to do anything. I'm going to stick a video down his throat. I don't have time to sedate him. This is what we're going to do. And if this doesn't work, uh, he's going to have a trach in the next 20 minutes. No. Petrifying. Um. Yeah, it was actually hideous. So he got really lucky. Um, they got the steroids going. The swelling started to go down. So he stayed 24 hours. But I, it was horrifying. Horrifying. Um, I wanted to kill that kid. <laughs> um, yeah, let's talk about, like, when your kid, you know, gets taken out by somebody on the ice. I mean, it was and the actually, mom's, like, but- sitting next to you, and you're like, Hey, he how's was it going? so like nine one one status that that was actually probably a gift because we I didn't care about anything else except for the fact that my son was clearly not okay and we needed to exit the building and that's what we did. We got a- as a nurse and, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, like as a nurse, you know what but you're looking at. I'll tell you, us nurses were actually the worst when it's oh, our yeah. own children. Debbie? Yeah, my husband was probably much more calm. <laughs> Um, Jake Jake's a very calm guy though. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was uh, honestly it was horrifying. Well, ladies, I'm gonna kick it over to Reed here in just one second. I only had one last question, and it's a true or false question, so it's real mm. easy. Um, true or false? That's uh, ice water or Gatorade that you guys are drinking in your um, Yeti cups or your tumblers at the rink. True or false? Ice water in your tumblers. Okay, during winter. I was just going to say, wait, uh, what okay. type of day? Winter so, team, winter team, summer team. Winter team, summer team. This is it not is. a true or false question. This, no, no. This it, requires winter, explanation. When I'm, uh, so I won't sit in the stands anymore. I uh, I only run the clock. It's where I want to be. Um, 
So I have tea going all the time in the winter. Never anything else. Is that what we call it? Mm-hmm. No, mm. like hot tea. tea. Yeah, because oh, I'm tea. freezing because I'm down hot there talking to the a. refs all game. I'm like freezing, right? Um, in the summer, uh, anything but water. <laughs> all day, every day. We're, we're, we're we vacationing. The we Our are the worst. Team, we are the worst. 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. It doesn't matter. You're we, on vacation. It is yeah. vacation, Hello. and we're watching the kids play hockey. And it, yeah, there's there's no rules. And it's a lot it's five more o'clock fun somewhere. When you're not drinking water. Let's be honest. Exactly. But Miss in the it, winter, we, oh. yeah. Mrs. Oh, Love, me. water in your tumbler there. That's gonna be a hard no. <laughs> I figured that one. I, I had money on that. I won. That's a real stiff no. Real stiff no. Real stiff hard. As she yeah, Tito's something in her. She's a Tito's gal. Yeah. But Mandy, Tito's Mandy, I've been watching. I've been creeping the Instagram. You're out there hiking mountains. I love it. The yeah. fucking I love mountains, it. And like feeling good about it too. Yeah, dude. I'm. Uh, Ask me about my secret trail. I mean, uh, off the air. Whoa. I'm not going to tell it right yeah. now. Whoa. Yeah. Is it from your belly? Uh, a secret trail? Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for a secret <laughs> well, yeah. trail. Maybe, maybe not. That's what I, I told Reed today. I was like, uh, I'm not crushing anything. I'm making it to the fucking top. Because yeah, when, I, when I have my mindset on something, I'm getting to the fucking top. I'm not necessarily crushing anything because I'm still a fat smoker inside. So, you know. No, no. No. I mean, we had. We had my, my, my saddle, whatever those fucking sacks of shit. You're supposed to be drinking water out of sometimes. Oh, yeah. May the, not be the camelback. Camelback. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, that thing. Not the yes. camel toe, right? Not the camel toe. <laughs> okay, no, no. That happens no. quite a no. bit when you're hiking, too. <laughs> yeah. Throw yeah. that out there, too. Well, Amber, Heidi, Mandy, uh, Ellie, thank you for coming on. I mean, I, I, I feel that we just just are breaking the surface barely just barely these girls the can talk well, i read all the questions uh i cheated and last night i sat around and i read the questions you didn't read mine no i didn't i read waltz nope. and uh i don't feel like we talked about one question that was on his paper <laughs> well, i don't know you, what happened uh, you girls are crazy so uh we'll have crazy to come, we'll have to come back yeah well, maybe we have a uh, powwow with uh, – because well, there are going to be other additions, obviously, the Battle Axes. The Battle Axes. Uh, and the Rookies. Looking forward to that one. The Rookies are going to be interesting. Looking forward to the Rookies. Oh, the Rookies. Lululemon. The Rookies. Lululemon. Looking forward. That's why all you motherfuckers show up to the Mac attack. Hey, for the record, for the record, Mandy, I work there. So. And I'm visiting Reed on yeah. a professional <laughs> yeah. level. My yeah. husband be volunteering. Yeah, he's at the voice. Mac like eight hours a day. I don't know what he's doing there, but I'm a scout. Uh, I'm a scout. <laughs> Lululemon scout. <laughs> but uh, thank you, thank you, ladies, for sharing your stories. It was it was awesome. And this is again, this is the tip of the iceberg. Um, can I say tip of the iceberg? Yeah, yeah. Tips, fine. <laughs> Tips, uh, just the tip. Yeah. Um, so I think it's uh, time for a dump of change.